Where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of The Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Show. Present. <laughs> Present. Good. We're here on this Wednesday, July the 18th. My uh, my wife took the kids uh, school shopping for supplies yesterday. Oh yeah, the seasonal section is and, full school. Yeah, I met them at after the show yesterday. I went and uh, met them at the Target. I guess the lists already came out. You know the school supplies list. And damn near cleaned out already. Really? Damn near cleaned out. I guess now some schools, they offer, um, I guess you pay a little extra, where they do the school shopping for you. Wow, I've never heard of that What the hell is happening His camera fell again. There's nowhere to put it, so I got to balance on things. (laughs) And you touch it once, and the damn thing falls over. We did that last year, where we brought in X amount of dollars, and they said, here you go. Yeah, like at the beginning of the uh, of the year, you get a box, and like all the stuff is already bought for you. So why the that's, hell didn't you do that? That's right. awesome. Of well, course it's awesome. Why do I got to wait? Yeah, and when some of the other teachers, too, last year, I think actually the last couple of years, they would just give you a list, and when you bring in, um, I was it orientation or whatever? Whatever you go in for right before class, or maybe it's the first day. You just take all the supplies and you throw it in a box. It's all community stuff for the whole year or for the semester. Yeah, there are some items that are community items. 
and there are this the items where that you know the kids need to have you know the notebooks themselves and you know the, the certain pencils and the crayons and the rulers and the pencils and the scissors. I know I said pencils twice. A lot of pencils this year. <laughs> It's a big year. But I said, why? You know, why didn't we just pay the extra couple bucks and they do the shopping for you? Well, the kids want their own colors of of notebooks. Now you're running around because they didn't have everything at the Target. Now you got to go to four different stores. <laughs> Already cleaned out. It's July 18th. <laughs> People being prepared, oh, I guess. Try going, try going the week before school. I was going to say, days. you think it's oh, bad now. We did that last year. Oh, never again. Were you guys uh, growing up, were you guys the the uh, the kids in school that had to have like whatever was the hot trapper keeper or whatever yeah, was the hot? Right. Oh, trapper no. keepers were so I tight. Could, I could have cared. I couldn't have cared any less. Same here. I honestly, my, my mom was like, you know, everybody else was like, hey, man, I got this sweet St. Louis Blues Trapper Keeper. I was like, mine has triangles. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah, no, I, I it was explains like, nothing. No, I agree. I was it like explains. five or six months behind. Said I didn't care, and I, I actually appreciated life and didn't care about the little things. Yeah, I was five or six months behind, but I would try to get something that I liked. Yeah, you got to keep up with the Joneses. Look at this sweet new Transformers Trapper Keeper. Yeah, it was, awesome. I was, could use I could reuse my notebook the next year because I didn't write crap down. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, could, I couldn't have cared any any less. Mine was really, in the 80s. I, really I, I still remember it because I used it, you know, at home for, for things for years after after school year. It was hot pink and had a skeleton on a skateboard skating through space. Wow. So you didn't care at all <laughs> if another Trapper kid Keeper. had whatever. No. Not even school supplies, but just whatever. The latest starter jacket or baseball hat. I mean, or I, sneakers. I liked those things. Jeans. I, I liked those things, but like it wasn't like I was like, oh man, so and so's got that super sweet blue starter jacket. I need it really bad. I didn't care. Mm. Yeah, I like. Um, I still, do, I year. still don't care. You don't care at all. Like if, like okay, my neighbor gets something. I'm like, oh man, I gotta get that. No. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get what I want. I don't care that you like that. I'm going to get what you're, I want. So you're saying you're not influenced by anything. I, I didn't say I'm not influenced by anything. I'm saying that I don't care and I don't feel the need that I got to run out and get they it. They blaze your own trail. No, that's not it either. <laughs> but what are you that's saying? Cool. It's just the fact that like, you Maybe know. Maybe like, somewhere between in between there. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like if somebody's like, hey man, this Xbox is pretty sweet. You got to go get it. And I'll be like, ah, I don't know, man. I, I got a PlayStation. I'm cool. And then if I just keep hearing about it from different people, like, oh, the Xbox is the in thing. That's the thing to get. It's awesome. It's great. And if I check it out and I'm like, you man, this get, is pretty sweet. You don't have to get the newest iPhone or no. when it comes out. Dude, I had the Latest iPhone. I went, I went. still rocking the three. I went from the, no. I went from the iPhone six to the eight. Like I skipped the seven altogether because I wasn't out of contract and I didn't care. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm not getting you a trapper keeper then. They still make those. It's fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. Ask somebody who cares. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I, don't I need care. some traps to be kept. As, so. far as fashion goes, if you saw pictures of me from elementary school, you would know that I was not following any trends. I was in like Bolt. Yeah, you remember Bolt shorts? No. Lightning Bolt was probably before you. Do you remember that? You're my age. Uh, Bolt. I mean, they were the most obnoxious, like checkered and lightning bolts all over. I saw them. I was like in a Bart Simpson shirt and uh, uh, some sort of Cardinals shorts or Cardinals shoes or something like that with a Kansas City Royals hat because of uh, Bo Jackson. I was a mess. It was awesome. You can get uh, your trapper keepers on Mead, M-E-A-D dot com. Oh, Mead, the uh, notebook company. You got it. Oh, but they're all plain. <laughs> 
Eh, there's one with some That's sort no of fun. tree. Skeletons <laughs> in space. Look at there. Fun in the sun. Yeah, all not, the kids, and I remember all, all the kids in, in fourth through sixth grade had Zeke Cavaricis. Mm. Oh, Man. Yeah. Sweet pants. Those Couldn't so afford tight. those. Could not afford <laughs> no, those. I had the cheap, like, Bugle Boys or whatever. And then it was the parachute pants. That's that. See, and yeah. that's and that's kind of the way I was too, Moon. And the cheap like ones. everybody oh, else was like close enough. Everybody else, the the in thing when when I was in grade school, everybody had those Tommy Hilfiger jean shorts with the little painters thing that was the yeah, flag, yeah. and I had Bugle Boy, and it had like a trumpet on it. Yeah, and I, was I never like, never had. Okay. It was also it was also a matter of what my parents would buy me. See, and they I was, would see the price on things and go. Oh. What are you out of your mind? I was pretty much told no. Like I, that's. Yeah. A, I mean, it's not like I was like you know. It's not like my life growing up as a child. I was like sheltered and I wasn't allowed to have this and everything. We were strapped and we can't spend a dime. But it was my dad goes, or my, it was mostly my mom, but my dad too. What the hell does it matter if that says Tommy Hilfiger or that says Tony? But all you know, the other kids, Tim I, Figure, I think. You know, it, it I think matter. it was your. It, we didn't have any money growing up, but I think with you guys, it was Tony. It was more a. What's the common sense behind buying? Right. This? It wasn't. We don't have the money. It's why do we need? Listen, this? Listen, every kid wants to fit in. <clears throat> every oh, yeah. kid wants what every other kid has. It's just the way our mentality is, especially when we're growing up. You want to be part of the pack. Yeah. You want to be part of the cool crew. All the cool kids had the starter jackets and the Z Cavarici pants. Yeah. And I said, Mom, I want a Giants starter jacket. And my mom looked at the price. She says, no effing way. <laughs> so I got some knockoff one for Christmas. Yeah, I did too. And I all it. the other kids got their starter jackets, and I got one that kind of looked like one. <laughs> the New York Gants. <laughs> My mom bought me a knockoff uh, Hurricanes jacket or, or something. I think it was members only. And it was a Hurricanes looking logo. It wasn't good. This and was, I wasn't a member. My dad, my dad raised four boys by himself uh, for 20-something years. So keep that in mind. But my dad, the amount of times that we got clothes for Christmas that you could see the sticker still said irregular. On, yeah. on, oh my gosh. Oh, dude. Oh, we had a regular thing. Yeah, too. Well, Dad, the one sleeve's longer than the other. Well, then don't raise your arm. My, oh, okay. my, my That's entire, the workaround. Just my entire wardrobe was refilled every Christmas from my dad's National Geographic orders. I would, we would get three, each of us would get probably three or four new National Geographic t shirts. I'm talking like Save the Whales, uh, <laughs> Sea oh, Lions, yeah. Tree Frogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that one with the tiger on it. You remember this? Oh, I'm wearing this like stuff to middle school. That's tiger? why no one yeah. liked me. Wow. Oh, I also was. <laughs> it's also because you're a jerk. Was, no, uh, a dork. The second youngest out of all my cousins. And everybody was. All my cousins kind of three years difference. So my brother and I are the youngest. So we get all the hand me downs. All the hand me downs from the top. So I'd be like 12 years old stuff. And it trickled down to, <laughs> if it wasn't disintegrated, it'd go yeah. down to me. I was the same way with, like, uh, well, uh, you know, anything that wasn't a dress shoe back then. It was, you know, Lee or Greg had to be done with these tennis shoes before I got them. It's the same thing with soccer shoes and all that. It's like, oh, you know, Mom, I want a, uh, a football jersey. Well, your cousin Joe, you know, he's got this one. It's a Jim McMahon jersey. You know, Chicago Bears, Jim McMahon. I'm not a Chicago Bear fan. It's a jersey. What but am I doing okay. with that? You don't get it, Mom. I'm not a Bears fan. <laughs> I have family in Oakland, so I had a lot of Oakland A's stuff as well. Hey, you know what? At the time, yeah. oh no, I was yeah. stoked. I was like, "Yeah, basketball!" Oh, that's true. I, yeah. I just, I just remember a very like this is a vivid, vivid memory for me. 
like this is when Abercrombie first came out or came to St. Louis and there was like the one store in the Galleria and uh, they had navy blue khaki pants and that was our uniform in grade school was navy blue khaki pants white collared shirt so everybody went and got Abercrombie pants like it was like the first thing you did was go and buy Abercrombie blue khaki pants to wear to school and I remember I went and we were at the mall looking around and I was there with my mom and I was like hey mom here's those pants that everybody bought that everybody said they like and she goes oh great how much are they and I was like $82 and she goes put them down right now <laughs> put them down hey, don't get down. anything on them speaking of school did your buddy write back and hasn't read the message either. You know how it's got oh, the Todd? it's got the little thing that says like Todd, yes. hey that so and so has seen the message. It hasn't seen it either. So maybe they're not a Facebooker. Or mm. or a listener. <laughs> doubt it. Doubt that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, doubt it. Yeah, he'll get to it. Maybe he's not a maybe he's not an everyday Facebook reader. Yeah, still still no uh no view. Mm. Send a question mark. Maybe it's time to pull the trigger on that eggplant emoji. I'm, I'm not going to do that quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, and speaking of the, uh, you know, high school and kind of keeping up, and we didn't have to deal with this when we were in high school. We had beepers. Beepers were the thing when I graduated. So I graduated '96. You graduated. I was '99. '99. You probably had cell phones in high school. I had my first cell phone my senior year. Or when I started driving, so my junior year. When I started driving Jeff to school. Jeff had tin cans on strings. Got it. <laughs> well, we all Jeff, didn't have electricity. So yeah. Jeff also graduated. <laughs> Jeff also graduated in 86. 1886. <laughs> Jerk face. You graduated in 86? 85, but yeah. Oh. But now as parents. Supposed to be 82. But. As parents of. <laughs> I was 21 at the time. As parents of, you know, you have teenagers and you have teenagers tony and i are going to be there sooner than we know it now we have to monitor our kids online and i don't know if you guys check your kids social media stuff or you you try to kind of snoop around a little bit but now kids speak in code do you think you're hip to all the acronyms nope i know that i'm not i i think i i'm okay no you're not i'm okay i think i am dude I'm telling you, the the public, the public teenager code is very different than the real life teenager code. You know what I'm saying? Like you can keep up with the pop culture references and here and there, and you see all this stuff, and it sort of bleeds into pop culture. That is, that is way, way behind what's yeah. actually happening. Well, so I, and I bring this up because I had a friend who was talking to his cousin, who's younger, and the cousin went on a date. And my buddy asked the cousin, hey, how'd your date go? And all she wrote back was C-W-O-T. C-W-O-T. And the dude goes, I don't even know what the hell this means. <laughs> like this dude stared at the screen, stared at the screen, repeating the letters, trying to figure out C-W-O-T. If I said C-W-O-T... How was your first day? CWOT. Do you have any idea what that would mean? It means Christy wasn't it. on time. <laughs> we <had to> Google <laughs> it. Can't wait. I was thinking can't wait too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Completely waste of time. Oh, oh complete waste of time. Yeah, yes. way to go. 
complete waste of time. And now that we've made it public, there's a new yeah. code for that. It's all over with. <laughs> there's a whole list of these things, and I, I look, look at all these these acronyms. I'm showing the fellas. I got three pages of acronyms. Wow. Whoa. Let me see that. Let me see that. I'm going <laughs> to test you. I'm going to see if you know. All I don't right. know any of them. I'm telling you. Like, so if you see the number eight, like if somebody texts or Facebooks or just the message, the number eight, do you know that means oral sex? What? Huh? Yeah. The number eight stands for oral sex. To tell you the truth, I don't know if I want to know some of these. How about, I, I'll just do some of the, the fun ones here. BFN. BFN? BFN. Best friends now. Bye for now. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking something with brisket. (laughs) 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 For now. FWB. Friends with benefits. You got that right. Friends with benefits. How about GNOC? I've seen this before. So if, if you are monitoring your daughter and somebody sends over GNOC going get not not get get naked on camera oh gosh told you I don't want to know these I'm going to start you want to know that one so if you see it you could break the phone immediately yeah, tweet don't say out. you don't want to know and that her one. fingers and, and hands. And then everything G- just stops. G Y P O. Really good girl. G Y P O. G Y P O. Get get, get your, your mm, out. Yeah. Get your ovaries. Oh. Get your pants off. Uh-huh. Get your pants. They're off. on fire. H A K. H A K. How about a kiss? That's hugs and kisses. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Guess the X's and O's people are going out of business. Hugs and kisses. We all know what JK is, right? Just kidding. Just kidding. I-U-2, the number two U. I-U, the number two U. It's up to you. Yep, that's right. Damn, girl. IRL. In real life. In real life. Got that right. I-M-O. In my, in my uh, opinion. <laughs> well, as I-M-H-O, too, right? That's in my humble in opinion. my Hebrew opinion. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know why that got me. You don't use that one quite as much. How about this one? If you see this one, you should worry. P-911. Ah, oh, man. A broken... P-911. Parents-911. <laughs> Parent alert. Or POS. Piece uh, of. Or. Yeah, parent it's P- of. It's, it's. Oh, parent of Scott. <laughs> You're close. I mean, it, it's it's the POS like, you know, like a Azeril POS. But there's another. Huh? Another thing about that. POS. With piece of? Parent over shoulder. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Um, let me see here. If you see P R O N, oh, that's porn. Porn, yep. Do that one. J S Y K. Just saying, you know. J 
Just so you know. Okay. That's you. Jab tones. M I R L. M I R L. Maybe in real life? Close. Maybe it's real. Meat in real life. That's a scary one. That is. That's the scary one. Uh, All right, one more. Let me see here. TDTM. Talk to... Close. TDTM? Oh, they said TD. Talk down to Close. Oh, you're so close. Name of a poison song. Talk dirty to me. Yeah. I'm going to put all these out on Twitter, see if anyone knows what they are. So this is a test. I tell you, well, we're terrible at this. Terrible. Terrible. So you guys are monitoring your your kids' social media, your text messages? No, but I'm about to. No clue what the hell they're talking about. You, you said earlier that your wife went to Target to do school supply shopping and it was cleaned out. Mm-hmm. Somebody just hit us up and said the reason Target is cleaned out is that they're offering all teachers 15% discount on school supplies this week only. Oh, so the teachers are cleaning it out. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, we were there yesterday. At the Target. Yeah, huh? it was. And listen, it wasn't like, again, the week of school where it's Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. Thunderdome. Yeah, there's our elbows thrown. And that week is, is like two weeks away. I mean, two or three yeah. weeks away. Kids are starting, what, August 8th? In well, some, so I'm some saying, though, the, the supplies list is out. Yeah. Yeah, last year, so those aisles at the Target, they aren't really wide enough for that many shopping carts. So you got all the shopping carts. You got people looking down at their lists. People are not with their shopping carts because they're kind of just going around grabbing stuff. It's a nightmare. And it's the the it mom or the dad or both nightmare. looking at the list and looking for that pink notebook. And then said kid is four hours over because they it's can give a, a crap. It's a nightmare. <laughs> that was me slamming my head on the... <laughs> really tortured. Is it tortured or stressed? I don't know. If you were to describe me, would you describe me as a stressed person? I would describe you as a self-tortured person. Yeah. Agreed. But stress, though? That could... Uh... I would say yes. The yeah. torture brings stress? the stress, yeah. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. Yes, and I would say... A I lot of say, it's self-inflicted, though, man. And I would say more recently than, than, than you know, previously. Stressed? Yes. With the, with the move and everything and the fact that, you know, and we've said this a bunch of times that, you know, if we needed to talk to somebody, we can't just go, hey, let well, me go talk to them. Well, would you consider and, yourself a stress person? Uh, I'm I'm a tightly wound. I wouldn't consider myself stressed though, because I'm actually pretty stressed. Uh, I think both of those descriptions are good: stressed and tightly, t- especially tightly moving. wound. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm you're don't... living with your parents. You have the house being built. If 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 you would if you would ask if you would ask somebody denial say, ain't just a river in who, Egypt. Who is more stressed, myself <laughs> or is. you? I think you would win ninety nine point nine percent of that. I think you need to look at yourself a little more. Uh, I do, man. More and, mirrors. And, more mirrors. Got a lot of mirrors in that house. I know. I know you don't want it to Jeff, be true, are you but a stress it is true. Person? Stressed? I don't think so. What do so. I care if you're stressed? I'm just saying. I'm, I oh, think see, now he doesn't even care person. about you. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I know. I'm stressed. That's just so rude. I don't think I'm stressed. I think I taught myself not to stress about a lot of things in life because it's of the stupid stomach thing. I was told, don't. You can't stress because it. It's know, hard. Releases to. bile in your stomach, but yeah, it's I'm very difficult. Because Especially I with care. kids. I mean, kids stress you. Your job stresses you. So I think if you're not stressed out, you're not really paying attention. Um, Especially in this city. 
Because there was a study that ranked 182 big cities, the biggest cities in the country, from the most stressed to the least. And they used 37 different factors, including unemployment and commute times and average income and bankruptcy and foreclosure rates and divorce rates and childcare costs and mental health and binge drinking and smoking rates. And the most stressed out city is anybody? Well, I'm trying to remember. Detroit. Yeah, you got it. I was going to say Vegas. Yeah, because Detroit won the uh, we we had a list that was uh, talking about like the most miserable cities, and I, and a lot of them had to do with the traffic and the drinking and the unemployment and mm-hmm. it's Detroit's yep. top of the list there too. Well, where are we? Are we at the top of the list or are we at the bottom of the list? I'll tell you, the least stressed that stressed that city in America is Coeur d'Alene, uh, uh, Fremont, California. Oh, okay. Is Coeur d'Alene on there at all? Is that a big city? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the you're right. 182 That's... biggest cities in the country. Oh. Los Angeles has to be in a top five. Minneapolis on there? Minneapolis is not is stressed? Not, it, no, they're not, on the, they're not in the bottom 10. Okay. So they're in the middle like we are. We're right no. at 26. He wouldn't be mentioning it. I bet you we're on the top. We're the, an extreme. Uh, we're stressed. We are stressed. Hmm. We're in the top 10. We are in the top 10 as far as stressed out cities go top five or just top ten top ten all right so our city's paying attention the least stressed out city as i mentioned is fremont followed by bismarck north dakota sioux falls south dakota there's nothing there to be stressed out about yeah yeah everybody forgot about us overland park kansas oh that's uh that's kansas city i mean that's right outside of kansas city south burlington vermont scottsdale arizona Hmm. scottsdale's pretty chill yeah. Irvine, California. San Jose, California. I don't think that's that how, how you say, say it. I don't think yeah. so. Wait, San, San Jose is not stressed? San Jose is not stressed. Weird. A lot of money out there. Yeah. Madison, Wisconsin, and Lincoln, Nebraska. Those are the least huh. stressed out cities. The most, Detroit, number one. Yay. Newark, New Jersey, number two. Followed by Cleveland. Birmingham, Alabama. Something in Florida. No Florida. Toledo, Ohio. Baltimore, Wilmington, Milwaukee, Memphis, Gulf, Gulfport, Mississippi, and St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Hey, look at us. Oh, oh yeah. Woo. We're number 10. <laughs> We're number 10. It's nine away from number one. <laughs> we got it. We got it next year, guys. What a bummer. This list is not helping, by the way. No, uh uh-uh. uh. I want to see a list of. Cities that rank in every, like the highest or the worst rankings in every list, like that. Like St. Louis mm-hmm. is always in the worst. A of list everything. of the worst lists. Yeah. <laughs> what city's the worst on every list? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be St. Louis. <laughs> oh, no. Detroit's up there, too. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Detroit always takes They got to be one and two. It's either us, Detroit, or Newark. Newark, in New Jersey. Flint. Yeah. We're always on those lists together. There are there are sister cities. Oh, <laughs> our good friends and buddies. And now here is today's mattress direct team Riz member of the day. Our fellow list mates. Hey, there's Detroit again. Nice to see you. <laughs> uh, today's team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from Wentzville. It's Matthew Crowder. Hey! Yeah, Matthew. Matthew Crowder is our team Riz member of the day. Matthew has been a listener and podcast weirdo for the about uh, for the past four years. He tells all his friends and family about the show. Yes, he is an evangelist. 
He says the amazing chemistry that we five have is felt while listening. The blending of styles meshes perfectly, which leads to great content. Look at this guy. He's like a consultant. That's something <laughs> a consultant would say. Yeah. Great content. Great content. And he says for all the crap Moon gets, he is an enjoyable part of the show, providing a different perspective to any conversation. Oh, hey, thanks, He man. singled that part out, which is nuts. <laughs> He says, in short, everything you do is amazing. Please don't stop anytime soon. Well, thank you, Matthew. Matthew Crowder from Wentzville. The Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the, on, the, uh, on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z show. We'll get your emails in a second. Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. So this is kind of a like a whodunit, a how did it happen, a murder mystery. Oh, I love these. So if you if you know the answer already, don't shout it out. I see if the other guys know. I absolutely love this because uh every time I go uh number two in my parents' upstairs bathroom, my mom's got Women's World magazine that she buys at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And the back page there's a mystery that you gotta solve. Alright, this is a mystery you gotta <laughs> solve. Hmm. So this is out of Florida. See if you could figure this out. 71-year-old guy named Alan Abramson. He's from uh, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. He started taking early morning walks saying he was hoping to lose the couple pounds he had gained on a uh, recent cruise. So on the morning of January 25th, mm-hmm. he left his house for a walk at almost uh, 6 o'clock. So 6 a.m. About a half hour later, the camera in his gated country club community picked up the sound of a gunshot. Alan was dead. And it was assumed to be a murder. But there was no indication of a struggle, no weapon, no shell casing. There was just one very odd clue at the scene. A very thin line of blood that ran from the gunshot wound to his heart up to his shoulder, and that was it. Any clue what could have happened? And I'll start to peel back some of these layers. No gun, no struggle, no shell casing. Neighbors had a turret? I'm going to go on a little bit. Scott, that was the wrong answer. (laughs) When police got to Alan's email, they found some odd things. He had bought two weather balloons recently. But police interviewed friends and family, and they said Alan had no interest in weather balloons, no interest in weather or even like aerial photography. Anything? Ooh, a weather uh, balloon has something to do with it? I, I, that means nothing to me. So he ordered two weather balloons. He ordered two weather balloons, but had no interest in weather, aerial photography, or anything having to do with a weather balloon. But he went for a jog at 6. Went for a walk at 6 a.m. 6.30, he was shot and killed. I'll go on. God, I wish Angela Lansbury was here. 
<laughs> he had emailed the she's hot, right? he had yeah. emailed the balloon seller four times asking about things like burst altitude. And his Google Maps history revealed that two days earlier he went to a supply store and bought a forty cubic foot helium tank. So this dude wanted to fly away? Yeah, he just wanted to fly. Uh, I, I, f- I figured out the answer, and I was going to say it, but somebody in the chat room already oh, said Oh, they me. gave it up? But well, I don't, mean, don't say it yet. I, I, this is, this, it was what my guess was going to be. Any clues yet? He was doing some of this balloon. The balloon burst, and something went through the guy? No. Was it the, the, the cap on the helium Remember, he canister? was shot. With a he gun? He was shot through the heart. Wow. Are you to blame? Stop that. How was his love life? Was it good? I'll go on. I believe he gave it a bad name. Mm. Mm. Past internet <laughs> searches regarding suicide dated back to 2009. How did it happen? Hmm. Any idea? Let me tell him. Let me tell him. No, no, no. No, no. You got me, man. I don't know, but I feel like I have a feeling I'm not going to like you after you tell me. No, no, it's it's, it's, it's not it's, super obvious. It's, it's obvious when I tell you. Are you sure? Here's yeah. what police I mean, put together, <laughs> and this was an insurance thing. It wound up being an insurance thing. Allen attached a gun to the balloon, ran a string from the trigger to his finger, shot himself. The balloon carried away the weapon, and the string. Dragged a line of blood across the sweatshirt. Wow. wow. And using a simulator, they figured the balloon carrying the gun went north of the Bahamas and right into the Atlantic. I hate to say this, but that was really clever. But it's not appropriate. But if it, And I guess it was an insurance thing because I guess uh, with a suicide. Yeah, you don't get paid off. Whatever. Supposedly. Certain policies. Yeah. You don't wow. get paid out. Interesting, huh? Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Like you said, it's very... So good. they ruled the case wow. a suicide officially. Damn. They could not figure it out. It took no months. No shell casing? Where? It could have been a revolver. Casing stays in the, uh, in the, uh, in the cylinder. Hmm. And the gun goes, shoots himself, lets go of the gun, it goes... Up and out over the Atlantic. Remember, he's in Florida. Yeah. Wow. And checked out the you know burst altitude. He don't want the gun to drop. You know somewhere where a kid could get it. Sure. Already yeah, figure it out, and it bursts over the water, and it just falls into the water. Somebody mm-hmm. said this is literally an episode of NCIS, and I don't or CSI, and I don't know if they're wrong or not. Like mm. this sounds like it should be an episode of that. You know, like. It should be an episode of yeah. CSI. Maybe this guy got that from a CSI episode. Could be. Hmm. But that's some good detective work. They figured that out. Yeah, that is. Wow. That's some good detective work. And you know how excited that kid is on that remote island that's this tribal community. They have no communication with modern technology, and it lands right there. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. Oh, it's just a gun from the heavens. <laughs> All right, let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Yeah, this is uh, from Kenny. He says he wanted to weigh in on the music that is potentially going to uh, go into the the music band that could go into effect on Main Street. Oh, I got an update on that. Okay. Go ahead. 
very hypocritical of the shop owners, he says, who seem to be championing these ordinances. Are tra- They're trying to affect their uh, counterparts on the other end of the street. So most of the shops, other end besides the bars, are closed uh, by 5 o'clock even on the weekends. I'm not telling anyone how to run their business, but uh, don't they think if they stayed open later thus fostering a more family-friendly environment like it is during the day, it would keep some of the shenanigans from the area. Time out. Well, it's not the shop owners that were that were proposing this, this legislation, was it? I thought it was like a government it was a It was a uh, city councilman. Yeah, and I think the shop owners were on board with it, I think is what not he's saying. Not all shop owners. Well, here's the update, because that was supposed to go towards the... Uh, to the city council yesterday, mm-hmm. and this is from Fox 2. Um, St. Charles City Councilman polls noise ordinance bill prior to Tuesday hearing. Good. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And here's what uh, Fox 2 writes. Some businesses in historic downtown St. Charles feel as if city council wants them out because of a series of recent ordinances. The general manager of quintessential dining and nightlife said the city's latest attempt at passing a noise ordinance to stop amplified outdoor music of any kind would drive people away from the area. And this guy says it would kill businesses down here. I don't know how we would survive if we're not allowed to use our rooftop for lunch, dinner, and nightlife. However, the sponsor of the ordinance, Councilman Jerry Reese, said he was withdrawing the bill at Tuesday night's council meeting. And the GM of this quintessential place said, despite not hearing any complaints about noise from the council, they could bring it back with different wording. I was just going to say, I bet whoever that was that just said he was pulling it is pulling it to reword it. So it sounds like. So that's not over. So again, table, just like the ending alcohol sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, what was it, 11 they were looking at? Mm-hmm. 11 p.m.? Just for that one block or the two blocks. Yeah, so still more to come there, but that yeah. noise ordinance has been tabled. Next. Uh, this is Shane. He says, hey, guys, I am working on a new novel and would love to put you guys in it. Is that cool? As long as it's a romance novel. That I don't know. He is a uh, he's an author. He says you can check out my website to see that I really do write books. Have you yes. checked out his website? I did. What kind of books does he write? Uh, novels. There's, well, I mean, like what? They look like murder mysteries, possibly. Ooh. There's some dark stuff. Ooh. And there's other stuff besides just his books on there. But yeah, it's out the wind, out the window books.com. Oh, think, that'd be that'd be neat. That would be kind of cool. To be novelized? Well, it depends on what he's writing. Say, what if he represented as a total yeah. jerk? What if we're monsters? Which it could be, be. It'd be cool and it'd be in a book besides just a, a book of mug shots for a change. It'd be kind of <laughs> neat. <laughs> For all of us. Sure, go ahead. So that's an official yes, huh? I mean, I... I right away, Sean. I'm kind of worried. Can you write it back, ask him, ask him what the topic of the book would be? Sure, yeah. Like, do you like, want do you want editing rights before it no, goes to no, print? No, no, I want to know, like, is he going to portray us as pedophiles? I mean... That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this guy. Yeah, what if we just say yes, and then we look at it, it's like, and then this racist racist show yeah, in St. I mean, Louis. Racist and pedophiles and, I don't know. <laughs> Ask him what the book's about. Okay. Next. Uh, this is Bonnie writing in, and Bonnie is, the, uh, is with the St. Louis Animal Rights Team. 
talking about the horse-drawn carriages that we spoke oh, of. Oh, yesterday. So we talked about, and, and I'm, pa- I'm paraphrasing here, uh, what exactly the new rules are. So if the temperature is 93 degrees or higher, the horse-drawn carriages downtown here have to stop running for 24 hours. So the horses can't be on the streets for 24 hours after it reaches 93 degrees. And there are four companies that operate downtown here as far as the carriage rides go. And they say that that's going to kill their business. And, yes, they will stop walking the horses at 93 degrees, but as a group, they will not follow the 24-hour rule. And I think we talked a little bit about, listen, I've never taken a horse-drawn carriage ride. Yeah, me either. And as far as I know, these companies, you know, they take care of their horses. I mean, that's their bread and butter. Right. You would think they would. Anyway. Why would you want to mistreat your horses if that's what's making you money? Horses are not cheap, right? I wouldn't Depends think. On the horse. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always heard that horses walking on concrete and, and cobblestone. Oh, cobblestone. Not good at all. Well, yeah, that's not good the, for humans. Because <laughs> I would see the horse-drawn carriages down on the landing back in the day. Going up some of those side streets on those cobblestone streets, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm hearing that's not good for their legs. But I'm listen. I'm not an animal person, right? I'm not a Harris expert. So what the hell do I know? I just read things. But go ahead, Jeff. Well, she says that the, over at the St. Louis Animal Rights Team, they've been receiving calls for about the carriages from everybody in St. Louis for 10 plus years or almost 10 years now. People have reported uh, issues ranging from nuisance complaints to impeding traffic uh, when, you know, number two on the street, the horse number two, which I mean, so big, you can make it an end table. Don't they have road (laughs) apples? Uh, There's a a guy that grew up around horses. Wait a second. You guys never heard that? Yeah, but don't they have a catch bag for that? Some of them. No big deal. Uh, she says horses working with obvious injuries. Now, wait, what are you doing? What are you taking a nap in the street? It's a street. No, but I'm walking. Uh, I'm walking on the street. No, you're not. I'm walking on the sidewalk, and, I, and I'm and i seeing caca everywhere. It's not on the sidewalk. They're not walking yeah, horses but, on yeah. the sidewalk. Where I am, they are. Uh, she says in December of 2013, <laughs> there was a, uh, uh, from a, from a horse farm, there was a horse named uh, King literally dropped dead while pulling a, a carriage full of passengers through the Winter Wonderland display there at Tillis Is Park. Is that true? Jeez. Oh, that's what she says. Look that, somebody looked that up. I think that's the only place I've done. Well, what no, year? I've, I've done the... Uh, 2013, Tone. I've done the hay rides. No, that's tractors, I suppose. Hey. I feel like no, I The tractors did. are treated very well. I feel... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I did a hate ride with horses, but I've done the Tillis Park. Hey. Uh, went to one land <laughs> on, on Saturday. Oh, yeah. It, that for sure happened. Was he oh, old? Yeah. What's the story? Sick. Uh, witness in the carriage the horse was pulling says that the animal began acting, stra- acting strangely a few minutes after pulling into the light display, then fell and died. Oh, That, my that God. is acting strangely. 22-year-old Clydesdale. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's an old horse, right? No. Uh, oh no! Really? I thought twenty-three, twenty-two. Yeah, uh, it's it's getting there where you could have some issues though. Yeah, the ticker may the, not be especially good. Especially with the larger ones. But. Says here, according to an eyewitness, the horse stopped, stretched, went down, and is an apparent heart attack. We yep. are saddened by the loss of this beautiful animal, but truly believe it did die of natural causes. Oh, that can happen to anything. Yeah, that thing, that thing, twenty-two years old, standing in the middle of a. 
pasture could have fallen if it was a heart attack. Could have been anything. Yeah. Even the, anything anywhere. Even the Missouri Humane Society said that the death appears to have been of natural causes and there was no there was no wrongdoing at all. It says uh, she goes on to say in the five or so years that this industry has been unregulated, three horses have died like while attached to carriages. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, no industry wants to be regulated, but when they carry passengers on public streets, it is necessary, she okay. goes on to say. So please contact me if you would like any information. So I won't see so. her trotting down the street. Probably not. Next. Uh, this is Alex uh, talking about, I guess yesterday, was it? We talked about closing our fingers and doors, or was it two days ago? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Tony. Yeah. I know I did, but no, I didn't. I, I, I had a smashed not, thumb, but it wasn't that bad. Never have. This is Alex. When I was a kid, I got my fingers slammed in the hinge side of a door mm. like Patrico did. Yep, that happened. I didn't break any bones, but it actually separated the middle knuckles on all three on three of my fingers. Yikes. Doc- you got to just clench up a little bit yeah. there. The doctor had to pop them back into place until he got to the doctor. Each of those three fingers was an extra half inch longer. Oh, my God. Yikes. Oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> I don't mind. Them. I don't know. I left them. It'd be kind of cool. Are your fingers longer? Yeah, they are. This is what happened. When I was uh, really young, we were playing soccer in the backyard, and I was a goalie for some stupid reason. I went to dive for the ball, and I split my fingers like that. Oh, the oh, webbing? Oh, my God. Yeah, and you can still see it. See that? See so what? it started that. See, they're like, here, see how it sticks over like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my best friend at the time's dad was over, and he's a big, big man, and it was swelled up really bad, and he was like, oh, it's just jammed. It's just jammed. Here, I'll just pull it back out. Oh, no. And when he pulled it, he broke it. Oh. <laughs> you can, everybody in the room heard this right as he pulled it and went to the and doctor, and it was broken. Yeah. Ooh, the same thing had happened in high school. We were playing flag football in gym, and my I went to go for the flag, and I dove, and my finger went into the belt. And the guy kept on running. Oh man! And my finger, my index finger, just went whoop and split off of my hand, and it's twisted. It bro- it broke. It like twisted and broke. Yeah. You ever have to pop something back in? Oh, place? I popped his arm back into place last year. Scott's his yeah. his whole arm came out of the socket, and he comes up and he goes ah ah. Actually, my son came running up and he goes oh you gotta help you gotta help Scott you gotta help Scott. It came down. And he's like his arm was down here. You know, oh, so it was like the shoulder was popped out. His whole yeah. shoulder, yeah. Oh my gosh! And he laid. We laid him on the island, and best of the best of it. If you've ever seen that movie, yeah. he's like Papa Baggins. <laughs> look up nursemaid's elbow, because my son used to get that when he was a like a like a toddler. There was one one afternoon he he had to have been three years old. Just comes to me and my wife screaming, can't move his can't move his arm, and we you know oh my god yikes take him to the ER we took him to uh, to Pear Hospital and it cost 800 bucks for the doctor to say oh just pop his uh, elbow back in thanks he doc thanks man and he'd get it every once in a while and it just his arm just his his elbow became like dislocated Ooh. and I could do it I could you just could, got to where you could pop it back in I could yeah, Holy he would just cow. give me his arm, and I could wow. feel the click. He's <sighs> Scott's like bouncing up and down. Oh, right wow. Does it still happen, or he's no. grow out of it? He grew out of it. Huh. When we when we popped it back into, it was like the slow like and kind of grind, and then it goes boop. Yeah, I could yeah. feel. I could just <laughs> I just twist his arm a certain way, and I could feel so a click nice. in. <laughs> and he would go from from I mean screaming pain to like nothing ever happened. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's the weirdest deal. Yeah, Scott was like, "Oh, that's so much better." He was still crying. But it was still like, oh, so much better. Right, that's what... 
Nurse, nursemaid's elbow? Yeah, it's from when, like, if you swing your kids around or if you, like, pull them by their arms up or if you're, like, if they're pulling away from you and you're tugging on them, that's how it, like, develops. I didn't do that. It just was something that <laughs> for the record. I for the record. do that. Well, that's why they call it nursemaid because like the nurses made like like if you had it in home made, you know, she would pick up the child by the arms. Yeah. And she would like swing the child around to play. You you've seen all those old timey like photos and and like paintings of like you know Ring Around the Rosie where you're actually swinging the mm-hmm. child. Mm. That like they found out eventually like that's not good that's for the not kids' great arms. For your arms. <laughs> Kids loved it. No, especially Mike, when you let them go. You swing around, just let them that. go. You don't do that with your kids at all. My kids still. Love I do that. now. I do it. My my daughter's still small enough. I could do that. Did and your then kid? Let her go. Did your kid when he was putting on jackets? Did he take them off real like almost crazily? Because it says huh? here's the ways that you can get this: lifting a child up from the gar- from the ground by his arms or wrists, swinging the child while holding him by his hands or wrists. Pulling arms through the sleeves of jackets, catching a child by the hand to prevent a fall, or pulling the child along when in a hurry. It would happen on its own. Hmm. Like he'd be just running around, or it would just happen. Cakes. Hmm. You ever dislocated anything? No. No. Yeah, skip it. It's not not pleasurable. No. Next. Uh, this is Kyle. Hi, fellas. Hey, hey Kyle. Hey. I left. I left a kitchen cabinet door open this evening and hit my head on it. I know Riz hates that. I'm sorry, and I learned from my mistake, and that is Kyle. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> you're forgiven? <laughs> I, was, I, it at, was it at my house? I mean, is that why you're telling me? Well, small disclaimer, this email came in at 3 a.m. today, so right, okay. <laughs> I think we may know why Kyle was stumbling around in his kitchen. Okay, Kyle. Just throwing that you out had a good night last night. Yeah. Right, one more, Jeff. Yeah, this is Team Riz member Alex says, hey, Riz Show, I have a... Uh, an obvious solution to that sweaty boob and sock money issue that we've been talking about. Oh, uh, there are some businesses now that will not accept your money if it comes from your bra. Right. You know, it's all hot out and stuff, and maybe you, you leave the house without pockets. You stuff your money inside your bra or your sock. And some businesses are going, eh, I'm not going to take that. It's gross. Well, Alex has two words for everybody. Fanny pack. Oh, wow. Well. Oh. He uh, rocks one every time he nobody goes else thought of that. hiking oh. or fishing or uh, any other activity where he's going to be wearing shorts or something without, uh, you know, if you got limited pockets. Wait, he's talking about, okay, is there a thing where you could wrap it around your waist, almost like a belt, hmm. and it's like a portable pocket with maybe a zipper, like a pouch almost? Yeah. You know, if it's hot enough, though, you can sweat right through the fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make such a thing like a portable pouch I could th- attach to my my waist? I think is that they, a thing now. There may be nice. one out there. I could very much feel like a kangaroo. A uh-huh. Portable pocket. It's weird. They also have these things that uh, it's kind of like that, but it goes over your shoulder. Huh. And and it and it's called purse. And then oh, guys have That's guys have bag. guys have something where it's very similar, but it's made of leather, and sometimes it's a trifold, and it goes right against your butt. And it's called huh. a wallet. Is this new? Is this brand this new? Been within a couple. Brand of weeks? new. Hmm. Now, what they're talking when you have, you know, something on without without pockets is what they're talking here. Like when you're hiking or you're running or something like so that. So a fanny pack. A fanny pack. Is if you're hiking it's... and running, where when are you gonna? Uh, in the middle of the woods, are you gonna stop at a lemonade stand to pay, you know, cash? To you the... don't know where these kids are putting up these lemonade <laughs> stands now. That is true. All these urban lemonade stands. All right. Well, thank you for the. Uh, 
Fanny Pack suggestion. And thank you all for your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. I know yesterday during Crap on Celebrities, Jeff was talking about the MTV Video Music Awards. The nominees were announced. And the, uh, the four of us in this room, I mean, we were clueless pretty much when it came to most of these nominees. Yeah, I think we're not the target audience would be a good way no, to No, we're it. not. We're not. I mean, that stuff is geared towards teenagers. Mm-hmm. The VMAs are geared towards teenagers. The whole music industry is geared towards teenagers. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And there is a reason for that. Ready for the science? <laughs> Dropping science over here. Oh, maybe it's not science as much as what everybody's saying. People stop actively seeking out new music before they're even 30 years old. In the late 20s? Well, according to a new poll, the age when, quote, musical paralysis sets in is 29 years and 10 months. <laughs> musical paralysis. Is it meaning like you're dug in, like, I don't care about new music and I'm just going to keep listening yeah, to kind of, Flock of Seagulls the rest not, of my life? It's not actively looking for the newest stuff. Mm-hmm. And keep, maybe that's different. Maybe that's different for us, you know, working in radio, sure. you know, part of the industry. Yeah. But for the average Joe who has nothing to do with any of this radio stuff or music stuff. I bet you it's two two twofold. And, and it's not because people want to stagnate. Right, that's I I'm I'm thinking it's because a, their quota is full in 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 a, in a way. Yeah. You know, like they 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 have enough music that's enjoyable to them that they'll find it anywhere they can. You know, like oh, I'm in this mood, I'll go to Def Leppard. I'm in this mood, I'll go to this. And then also, I don't think they have the time for it. That's when life starts getting that's busy. That's the most. That's the biggest part. Of is that what it, I was thinking? Maybe it was the you know you're satisfied with the music you know because it's connected to no. such great memories from yeah, when you were growing up. I, I was going to guess that the reason being is because now you have other things in your life. Before, you had not only just time, but you didn't have a whole bunch of things that you were constantly thinking about, worrying about. Now you're in a career. You might have a family. Those are other things that yeah, are taking up parts of your mind than new music. 29-year-olds probably we have. the time to actively seek out new things and yeah. go to the old record store and sift through the CDs of the records. Because a majority of people would like to expand their musical tastes. They just feel like they're stuck in a rut, listening to stuff they already know. And with all of man's other ills, the the the, the culprit here is being a friggin' adult. <laughs> it's the demanding job. It's the kids. Music is less of a priority. Looking for new stuff less of a priority than dealing with life. I don't want anybody that's eavesdropping on our conversation to think I'm older than you guys. But do you? <laughs> back in the day, did you guys used to whenever there was you know when there was ten, twelve CD shops in town here or record stores in town here? Did you dig going? I know there's a place on Watson Road where you could go and just sift through CDs and stuff, and then you would find the bootleg copy oh, of something. Oh, there the was a place fantastic in Greenwich Village on Bleecker Street, and I forget the name of the store. But, man, when I would be in that area, I would make sure I went to this record store, and they had new stuff. They had bootlegs. Yep. I mean, it cassette tapes and yeah. CDs, I rem- and it was Dude, I remember a back- pleasure. 
Yeah, when I was like locked in on the band live, like that was who I woke up thinking and listening to and went to sleep thinking and listening to, that sort of thing. And there the place up on Watts Road, I can't remember the name now of it. Now hear this. It may have been. There was I don't a street know. side and a now hear this. I don't remember. Uh, but I would be sifting through and I found like a, a, a CD that was labeled like Berlin or something. And it was a public affection, which was lives banned when they were in like middle school and high school. Oh, and right, I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh. You know, because it wasn't even printed in the United States. Yeah. Well, I had a and then there was like demos. Yeah. Then there was demos and there was stuff that was like bootleg recorded live when they were in Europe somewhere. And that was just the best, yeah. man. The coolest thing was I would always go in. I would save up 23 bucks, pretty much enough for two CDs if I could find one on sale or something. I would ride my bike up to one of these places, either CD Warehouse or Now now Hear This or Streetside when it was there. And <clears throat> if the guy wasn't too pretentious, which most of those guys, uh, most of those shops had like really cool people in there, younger mm-hmm. or older, and I would buy the CD that I was after and I would, you know, I would get this, I, I want this one CD and then I would save the other money and say, hey, you know, what's new that's kind of like this that I've never heard of? That's how I found new music. That's yeah. how I found Snot. That's how I found Downset. Yeah, like all these bands would be told to me, like, "Oh, this guy would be like, oh, this oh, is." Oh, if the... I like this, then yeah, he'd be like, yeah. "Oh, you should check out Downset." Or a lot of the bigger record stores, the chains even had the listening stations mm-hmm. where they would put some of the new releases. Yeah, CD Warehouse had that. Where you could just you know or put on a that. pair of headphones and listen to what was new. Yeah, yeah, that's how I found Silverchair. I, I thought it was a cool record uh, um, uh, cover, and I put. I would always go to track seven, and track nine. And if they didn't suck, I bought it. Would today's Riz put headphones on that no, were in a record store? No, absolutely not. Gross. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. That was going to be an X point. <laughs> Here, can you hold these headphones no, just away God, from my ears? No. Uh, what is that, soup in there? <laughs> and why are these sweaty? Yeah. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, she got back together with him back in what? It was April, I think it was, to do a show. Okay. And uh, she has checked herself into a mental health facility for treatment for her depression. She made a statement yesterday saying, for years I have dedicated myself to increasing awareness of mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time to seek help. And apparently she thought it was uh, time to... Michelle Williams, was she... Destiny's Child, was she thrown out of the band or was she... No, I think she was one of the three that stayed. She was one of the principal members? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I think Tone's right. And and that... Was that a surprise set at... Coachella, maybe? Coachella, one of those festivals. So it was Beyonce, it did. was Kelly Rowland. Yes. Or Ra- is it Rowland or Rowland? Rowland. Rowland. And Michelle Williams was the third one. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Wasn't there a fourth? I think there was five. Rosie Perez, but she quit, mm-hmm. I think, to do White Men Can't Jump. That's right. Yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta look it up. I'll and look Joey it up. Fatone. <laughs> Joey Fatone. Uh <laughs> You know who is currently kind of sort of, and it's fading a little bit now, but one of the it girls right now is that Tiffany Haddish. She's from, what Black-ish. is it? What is that? Blackish. Yeah, uh, and Girls Trip and The Last OG and all that. She wrote a book not too long ago called uh, The Last Black Unicorn. And in it, she had a chapter entitled The Ex-Husband. She never mentions her ex-husband's name in the chapter, but she calls the chapter The Ex-Husband. Uh, she claims physical abuse in there, and now The Ex... William Stewart is fighting back through his lawyer. Uh, she called him an abusive, 
stalker during their five-year marriage. Now, he is now suing Tiffany Haddish and the publisher of the book for defamation, libel, and slander and is looking for more than a million dollars in damages. And if this stuff is true, he's got himself a case because uh, he says he that she actually wanted to be choked. So she says one of the things he was, it was a choker. He says he has proof that she wanted to be choked during the intercourses. Kinky. Yeah, he says that she gave an interview back in 2012 where she clearly says that Stewart never beat her. He claims that she made a joke even that said, quote, he never he never beat me up. He just choked me a little bit. And that choking was also a lot of times a punchline in her, in her stand-up stuff. So... Uh, the lawyer says that there is a bombshell also coming. We have uh, information that will demonstrate that she regularly re- requested that he become more and more aggressive with her during sex. So she embellished a little bit is what he's saying without mentioning his name, but it's inferred. Right. And if you really read into it, it's pretty obvious that it's this guy. Yes. She was on the Carmichael show, not Blackish, by the way. She looks kind of oh. similar to the mom in Blackish. Who am I thinking of? What's her name? Um, I don't know. You are thinking of. What is her name? Her name is Tracy Ellis Ross. That's it. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's see. You guys remember that song, uh, that El DeBarge guy, that one song that he had? What was that? Was it Rhythm of the Night? Oh, oh yeah. what a great song. No. Uh, you're close. This is a song when it comes on. I was like, man, I really do dig Gloria Stefan. I really do. <laughs> no, who said this is the rhythm of the night? Oh, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> that was Corona. Corona. He's not the one that was married to... Yeah, I think it was married to Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, is that him? Yeah, Jackson. Or was it just DeBarge? Or is that the same person? It could be the same person. I've got some Corona here if you want it. Not the drink, but the actual, the jam. Give it to me. This is the rhythm yeah. of the night. <laughs> <laughs> what a great song this is, too. Yep. I'll tell you all about it. Oh, boy, here we go. Oh, yeah. The video is literally tripping me out right now. He was married to James, or she was married to James DeBarge. Who was not El DeBarge? I don't believe so. Nor Corona, just so you know. <laughs> so El DeBarge is not James DeBarge. Right, no, he's Eldra Patrick Elge El DeBarge. He's an American Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, producer, and musician. Okay. So early 80s was his success with that. So we haven't really heard from him in a while. So shall we check in? How's he doing? Well, on Friday in California's San Fernando Valley, he got into an argument and apparently chased a man out of a house. The man then hid inside of an RV, compelling DeBarge to uh, take a wrench and smash the vehicle's windshield with it. The man called the cops and he was arrested for felony vandalism, spent the night in jail, and had to post $20,000 in bail. So that's what's going on with El DeBarge oh, nowadays. Sorry. I see things are going uh, going all right. Everybody get along with their in-laws okay. Oh, he was arrested for a cocaine possession back in 01. Uh, oh, back when it was cool in 01. <laughs> you guys all dig your in-laws and everything? Everybody's good with the yes. in-laws and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Uh, Thomas Markle still being a pain in the butt. 
73-year-old father of Meghan Markle, obviously, father-in-law with Prince Harry there. He's continuing to conduct interviews and throwing all kinds of trash out there, and he's getting paid for it. One embarrassing interview after another, and the royal family's finally getting sick of it. Uh, this The latest time that he has overshared, he talked to a TMC, says he does not care that his daughter is frustrated that he's getting paid to talk with like the sun and and those kinds of places and other outlets he just wants to be involved in their lives so they won't call they won't write so i guess he's going to talk with them through social media and tmz and stuff like that and he ain't he ain't ready to shut up either he says i was silent for a full year and the press beat me up every single day saying i was our permit guy is. oh so i know got her alone yeah yeah at first i felt bad because he was saying like you know i'm just trying to contact her blah 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 and then somebody made a great point She's in the royal family, man. Like, when she's ready to contact you, she'll find you. Uh-huh. You, you know what I mean? So just like, just okay, out, man. that's cool. You made your statement. Now just back out. Back out. And if you want a relationship with your daughter, just realize that she, she'll come to you when she's ready. But you're yeah. just throwing up a thicker shield every single time you do this. It's the royal family. They're going to get to you. Don't worry. Yeah. You can't just call. You know what? He's being a royal pain in the ass. Hey! Either one of you two over there watch uh, America's Got Talent last night. Uh, no, I did not. Oh, no, you missed something big. Apparently, there was. I guess there was. Oh a my hus- gosh, I saw that. Did you really? The oh, husband and wife yeah, uh, trapeze an thing. Oh, oh really, I did, dude? Somebody sent yeah. me a video. I didn't know when that was from. Yeah, AGT last night. I guess they were doing a trapeze act, and it was like, a, like I said, a husband and wife thing, and things went wrong. And I guess uh, they, the, the lady, the wife, fell to the ground and she was okay because they had like little mats down there but I guess the the guy is legally blind and they were doing something where they put their hands over the top of each other and she fell and everybody flipped out Did she was fine she was fine she got up and this was her statement as soon as she was done we would like to try the blindfold trick one more time no no It's not America's Got Perfection. This is America's Got Talent. No one can do this. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I, lo- I think just picking up. Is that Ken Jeong? Yes, mm-hmm. he was a guest. Have you seen it yet? What Ken said, I don't think there's ever been a singer on any of our competitions who's been note perfect. It still doesn't make them not amazing. It makes them human. And that's, okay. the ki- that's their kid and the mom. Oh, the, the grandma, oh, so he dropped her. Yeah, I dropped yeah, her. And he oh, just stays it, oh, it like, looks like he just... Uh, uh, did she fall into fire? There's fire in front of the... Oh, okay. And I guess uh, he's legally blind, on. yeah. He's he's legally blind, so... I, I don't know if it was that far of a stretch for him. But anyway... Is he legally blind? blind, or does he have... He has a blindfold on, so he's blind... Blind. The story I have says he's legally blind. So mm-hmm. maybe they got it wrong. I don't know. Maybe he's legally blind because he's always wearing that thing. <laughs> and he's wearing a blindfold. It's, a, it's kind of redundant. It is. It is a little bit. But they made it through to wherever they're supposed to go. And congratulations to them. So, uh, oh, see, they made it through? Why? Yeah, they made it through. A pity, dude. Si- well, Simon, that's what they were saying. They were saying, hey, look, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't America is perfect. It's America's got talent. And people screw up. And Simon even said this. Uh, Simon said that none of the singers have ever been perfect. And they've gotten through to the next competition yeah, this or the is, next round or this whatever. This is blatantly, you dropped her. Like, you did not You came succeed. to do a trick and you didn't do it. You did not succeeded at your, uh, at your act. 
Take it up with Simon Cowell, man. I, I don't know. I guess he's just trying to be nice for once. CW recently said that they are introducing a Batwoman in a DC crossover event this December. And now they are saying that this Batwoman is going to be lesbian. Oh, okay. Hey, by the way, he's not <laughs> trying to be nice. He's trying. He's ho- he's putting them through and hoping this kind of that stuff happens again. again. Yeah, another so? accident. Yeah, well, we're talking about AGT right now. Ratings, baby. Ratings. <laughs> no uh, word yet who's going to be playing Batwoman. Uh, wouldn't premiere until the fall of next year at the earliest. So we are going to have ourselves a lesbian Batwoman. Lesbian. Well, it's got to be played by a real lesbian because nowadays you can't out. act. It better be played like by a lesbian. somebody who really has superhero powers or mm-hmm. else everybody's going to be super, super upset. Are you throwing your hat in the ring? <laughs> are you going to do it? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, some listeners think that I do. Uh, there's another trailer out for that new Queen movie. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Bohemian yes. Rhapsody comes out November 2nd. Trailer's on the blog, but here's some of it. No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. Do it again. One more. How many more Galileos do you want? Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen. Mark these words. No one will play Queen. Fortune favors the bold. We all know what happens. What more do you need to know? I make music. I want to give the audience a song that they can perform. What's the lyric? And they, you know, in the trailer, which I watched yesterday, they address him being gay. Mm-hmm. They see him kind of cozying up with a with a gay guy. Right. And then at, a, like, a press conference or something, somebody asked him about his personal life or, or what do you do? And he said, I make music. Isn't that all you need to, to know? That sort of thing. And finally here, uh, you know what? And uh, the guy that uh, is playing Freddie Mercury... Have you noticed that they even did the like the mouth thing? You know how with his teeth, yeah, with his teeth. You know how they kind of jet it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's considered a deformity or not. You kind of have to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just saying they did it well. Is what I'm saying. Oh, oh. Uh, I got a list here from uh, f- from Radar Online of celebrities that have a physical deformity of some sort, like Harry Styles. Did you know Harry Styles has not two, nine not nipples. three, but four nipples. <laughs> Did you know that? That's two nipples too many. <laughs> well, or maybe we have two too few. I know Mark Wahlberg has three nipples. I yeah, the rest of us only have two. We're supposed to have four. Yeah, I know somebody with three. Kesha was born with a them. tail mm-hmm. that apparently was chopped off. Ash, Ashton Kutcher has two webbed toes on one of his feet, and there's a video proof of that on the blog if you want to see it. He was on some British talk show, and the guy looked like he was going to cut the webbing in between his toes. Oh, uh, I mean, he had he had the scissors in between his toes. A great swimmer. swimmer. <laughs> one of Gerard uh, Butler's ears sticks out more than the other one. That's from uh, ear surgery when he was a kid. Uh, Matthew Perry lost the tip of his right middle finger after getting it stuck in a door as a kid. You can see that yeah. all, over, all over Friends. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor had a double set of eyelashes, like two rows of eyelashes. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Andy Garcia was born with a tiny conjoined twin on his shoulder. Yeah, and he didn't know that until I guess he was older. It was removed when he was a child, and he says he has no memory of it whatsoever. Wow. Wasn't uh, Marilyn uh, Monroe's, didn't she have nine toes? 
Marilyn Monroe. Was that, am I thinking of some sort of... I think uh, you're thinking Marilyn Manson took a rib out. No, no. And it's Paul from The Wonder Years. No, so, <laughs> no something with Marilyn Monroe. She has like nine toes. Isn't she missing a toe? Is, is that... That is urban legend? Uh, two more real quickly. Uh, Tate Diggs was born with an extra finger on each hand, but his mom had them removed. And Patricia Heaton has... No belly button. Because of... Multiple C-sections. Why would they m- m- remove the fingers? He'd be so much better at math. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Or worse. He got to 12. <laughs> today's porno birthday, or to not porno birthday, today's crabby birthdays. Kristen Bell, 38. Vin Diesel is 51. Richard Branson, 68. Steve Forbes is 71. Joe Torrey is 78. James Brolin is also 78. And today's Burton birthday of the day. His name is Dion. And your dad probably loves him. He's got two massive hits, and that's it. But these are smash hits. His second most popular song, The Wanderer. Because I'm the Wanderer. You got it. And his first? The bikini song. Run Around Sue. Oh. Who yep. did the eeny weeny, teeny weeny bikini? That yellow yellow polka, polka dot bikini. Who, who was that? Was I, that Dion? That was the Beatles. Eeny all, no. all I know is this guy's got the most Italian. Dion DeMucci. He is 79 years young. Uh, by the way, the Marilyn Monroe thing, it was a rumor uh, from a she 1946 actually, photograph where she had six toes on one foot. She actually has 19 true. toes. That was really crazy. The truth. <laughs> uh, Bri- Brian Highland. Okay. Itsy well, bitsy teeny weeny. Right on the tip of your tongue, right? Way, <laughs> way off. <laughs> today's Porto birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Lynn Stone. And today's birthday girl swallowed more swords than a sideshow freak. In 74 fine films, including The Ass Man, Volume 14, Sex Wars, Animal Trainer, Volume 6, The Sex Opera, Too Many Women for a Men, Sex Forever. Oh, boy. And who can forget her unforgettable role in... Seriously, just go ahead and do that to me. <laughs> Lynn Stone, 39 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrity. They call me the Wanderer. Yeah, the Wanderer. I'm around, around, around. Dion. Happy birthday, Dion. Uh, thank you, Patrico. Hey, uh, King Scott, anybody call about that boulder situation on 70? Come in here. What's the deal? Because somebody just uh, tweeted at us, just past Mid-Rivers going eastbound on 70. There's no boulder, no EMS, hardly any traffic going westbound on 70 at all. One guy said it was a tire with a wheel in it. Okay. That's, so, that's further down. That's another That's another okay. thing then that's further the down. The other guy, he called in. It sounded like one of the guys from Dudes, Where's My Car? He's like, man, it's freaky. I don't see a uh, boulder, but there's <laughs> cars stop, man. That's because okay. he was still in his driveway. <laughs> they literally just updated it. It's the off-ramp to Mid-Rivers. Okay, the off-ramp. Okay. But it was freaky, man. You know, there's a big difference between <laughs> the middle man. of 70 yeah. and an off-ramp. Yeah. Before, it said westbound 70, Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. Several cars have struck boulder. This literally was updated Two minutes ago, and it says off ramp to Mid Rivers Mall Drive. Maybe somebody rolled it onto the off ramp. Because, <laughs> you know, we're getting these reports of a boulder on 70. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Several cars struck a boulder. What does that mean? Again, I'm thinking Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones running out of the cave. <laughs> In fact, there's a video. And it's making the rounds online. I think this is out of China. I, I saw you watching it, Moon, uh, before the show. I guess, uh, you know, some of these roads, they'll go alongside these cliffs, these high cliffs. 
And sometimes you see the, uh, you know, danger falling rocks. You see the signs? Well, there was a literally a boulder fell off a cliffside and one in a million shot onto this car. Oh, my gosh. Look that up if you send him that uh, that video. Yeah. Have you have you ever, I mean, you've driven in Colorado or some, some mountainous areas, right? Where, mm-hmm. where you're like that and you see the caution, for, or watch out for falling rock. Yeah. Yeah, my dad told us some silly story about uh, Native Americans. You, you too? Oh, mine too. <laughs> mine too. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, uh, he, he, we get this whole legend going. And they'd be like, yeah, and that's why they see the, these signs. It was a runaway. Uh, it was a from, runaway Indian name, yeah, Falling yeah. Rock. Well, that's not the preferred nomenclature. But yeah, it was a... Uh, <laughs> Actually, when I say that, everybody knows what I'm talking about as opposed to what you're saying. Right? Uh, right. It's just going to be insulting and you know, completely <laughs> culturally incorrect. But yeah, so every time right. I see that, all I think right. is like, uh, I'm looking out for the guy. I don't want to hit him. He's jumping right. in front of cars. All right, well, currently the <laughs> boulder is on the uh, on the off-ramp now. We need a boulder holder. We do. Yeah, we, yeah. Need. we do. How coincidental, Something maybe to go over the shoulder. Maybe. I was watching that video this morning, and then it happens here in St. Louis. Yeah. I maybe don't think it, it really happened here in St. Maybe Louis. Maybe it rolled from China <laughs> to... Yeah, it could be Chinese. A Chinese it rolled from China to Mid-River's Mall Drive. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. So doctors are warning about a stomach virus spreading across Illinois. Now, health officials are saying it is extremely contagious. Symptoms include vomiting, fever, diarrhea. Now, while the symptoms only last a couple days, doctors say you could be contagious for up to two weeks after. So a health center in Quincy, which is about, I think that's about two hours north of here. Mm-hmm. They're reporting at least four cases per day, but none have been confirmed here yet. Per day? Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah, wow. Well. So it is spreading, and it could be here soon. I love the symptoms. <clears throat> I love the symptoms of uh, vomiting, fever, and diarrhea. That's the symptoms for everything in the entire world. <laughs> I think I broke my ankle. True. Well, what's going on? Well, well I have vomiting, diarrhea, diarrhea. Oh, yeah. That's what you know what else it is? It's also the side effect of every drug, yes, too. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. May cause drowsiness. And diarrhea and constipation. Diarrhea and constipation. <laughs> that's that's a rough one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, you don't, really don't know what to do. Yeah, uh-huh. you, you should just sit there all day. Just in case. <laughs> Would you like to take this medicine that is designed to clear your vision? You can also experience some side effects like blurred vision <laughs> and, and eye pain. I'm not vomit. sure. <laughs> the O'Fallon, uh, Missouri Police Department warning people about an incident that happened yesterday involving a 12-year-old girl who was confronted by a guy in a minivan asking if she wanted to get in. And the girl did the right thing. She ran to a neighborhood pool and told a lifeguard what had happened. The lifeguard called the cops who searched the surrounding area and found the guy. Oh, nice. But at this point, police don't know the man's intent, and they're just telling parents and kids, listen, be be on, be on alert. I, I saw this on the news yesterday, and I think something that was very strange to me, and I might have misheard what they were talking about, but I'm pretty sure they said, like, technically for now, this guy did no wrong. Yeah, I mean, she didn't get in the car. Yeah, like they did no wrong, and and, well, and, that's, and that's why they make that, it a point that, to say it's terrifying. They don't know the man's intent, right? 
Yikes. It's going to be on people's radar for a while at least. But parents, kids, be on alert. Uh, Police here in the city are asking for help finding the two guys who are wanted for robbery in the Central West End. And they released surveillance video of uh, or images of these two yesterday. Back on July 10th, which was last Tuesday, the two followed the victim for about a block from Laclede and Newstead to the corner of Forest Park and Newstead, robbed the guy at gunpoint. Now, the newest crime data from police shows robberies in the Central West End, because we've been hearing about a lot of crime in the, in, the, in the Central West End lately, for a reason. Robberies up 14% since June of last year, and get this, aggravated assault, that's up in the Central West End by 450%. Slight jump. And police are asking for, for any moment info to call Crime Stoppers if you know about these two guys. A waitress was robbed in a downtown parking garage after leaving work early yesterday morning. And the woman says that she was walking to her car in the Keener West garage around 1.30 in the morning after her shift. Where is that? The Keener West garage. It's got to be around here. In, in, in my, what I was thinking, and I'll have to look this up, but I'm thinking she probably works at Ballpark Village. And was walking to one of those garages. Yeah, that that right. was that was my thought. But is there a parking garage around Keener Plaza or Keener? Yeah, it, Keener it would be Plaza one of those. There, right? I would think, right? It would be one of those two. Yeah. I'm assuming, maybe. I would, you would think so. The Keener West by name, yeah. Let me look so it up. She she walks to the garage around 1.30 in the morning after her shift. She said she saw a guy trying to get into the passenger seat of her car, which was in the garage. She yells for him to stop. Then she runs over to the driver's side door to try to open it, and there was already somebody sitting in the car. Somebody already sitting in the driver's seat. He gets out, pushes her to the ground, grabs her wallet, grabs her money. The other guy then grabbed her, threw her across the garage, and the two took off her in her car. They drove right through the garage gate arm. Her car was found a couple hours later at a gas station in South City. The guys in the car arrested. No charges have been filed yet. But, and I'm I'm thinking police are going to tell you not to do that. Yeah. If you see, if you're alone in a parking garage and you're not armed and you see somebody getting in your car. Yeah, you're armed with a cell phone. Call 911. Uh, somebody said probably at Hooters. She maybe yep. works at Hooters. Yep. Because you, you know where this garage is. It's not one of the ones that are right next to. Like, it's not one of the Cardinal parking garages. It's right down the way. You know where that is. Uh, what is that? That is. Oh, yeah. Carmine's is right down the oh, road on the yeah, corner. Okay. Yeah, that Hooters is the old Shannon's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike Shannon's old place. Yeah. Anthony said, just heard you mention that stomach. Virus. My daughter had something Monday and Tuesday. Feeling better today. 102, 103 fever and messy. Poop emoji. Yikes. 28-year-old Robin Holland, 21-year-old Abigail Miller have been charged after a man was found dead in a wooded area near a shopping center in Shrewsbury. 
And police say that the two went behind the Shrewsbury Walmart on Watson Road. That's near the Kenrick uh, Plaza Shopping Center. It's around 9.30 on Monday night with 33-year-old Justin Hughes. They were there to do some drugs and do some drinking. An argument broke out between Robin and Justin, and it ended with this Robin guy stabbing Justin around five times, including twice in the back. Robin and Abigail moved the body to where it couldn't be seen and didn't notify police, who say there is video evidence that links the two to Justin's death. And just before 10 o'clock yesterday morning, the two were taken into custody. Now, I know what you're going to say is like this is these are obviously like inc- incredible, like not great people. You know, that would that would an argument would lead to a stabbing. But just think about it. How many times that you and just one of your other buddies or you and two of your buddies just went out and like sat somewhere and were drinking or just hanging out and you got into an argument and either you just left or you stopped talking or maybe even, you know, got into a little little shoving match. That just happened, but it ended with somebody getting stabbed five times. They were clearly friends, or at least knew each other. I mean, the, these seem to be people with some issues. I agree. And, and go and, behind the Walmart to do drugs. And I don't necessarily think that any of you know my friends it would get to this point. But what I'm saying is... A simple like, hey man, let's go party, get drunk, and do some drugs behind you know. Yeah, Walmart. when I was a teenager. Yeah, no, I <laughs> when you when you were seventeen, got a you know, got a six here, sixer here, mm-hmm. and I can't drink at home because my parents said, "Let's go behind you know the Walmart in the woods." Oh sure, who didn't do that? I've got another food recall to tell you about Smithfield Packaged Meats Corps, and they do business as Stefano Foods. They're recalling over twenty four thousand pounds of pepperoni five cheese calzones. That might be contaminated with hard, sharp, clear plastic. Sauce on the side. Just go there. Made fresh every day. They're making them right now. I guess they're not fully cooked, these things. They were produced on May 23rd of 2018. Uh, And the problem was discovered after people started contacting Stefano Foods about the problem. One person reported getting a cut in their mouth. Oh, Uh, boy. From whatever hard, sharp plastic things around these calzones. Yeah, again, just get them fresh at, at Sauce on the Side. Yep. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, uh, locally here, after mosquitoes testing positive for West Nile were found in Jefferson County, found in St. Clair County over in Illinois, the St. Louis County says they're monitoring 54 species of mosquitoes for disease throughout the county. So they're on it. <clears throat> Workers with the county are setting up traps so mosquitoes can be collected counted and tested and they're saying that right now mosquito catchers are saying that the numbers of mosquitoes they're getting are typical for this time of year yeah i read that too because i was interested because i feel like i'm getting bitten more than but ever they say it's typical but it, it's it's very weather dependent like rain and warm weather make conditions Perfect for breeding. See, and that's crazy because you say that you feel like you've just been getting destroyed. Yeah. I feel like this year I have been almost not untouched, well, almost untouched by, by uh, it. I'm not talking about it at softball and things like that. I don't think I'm getting bit at all. But in our backyard, we had a few people over on Saturday and they were all saying like, man, it's like a nature preserve out here. It was you know just, why? Just, just frogs and things everywhere. And you have water in the back. That is true. What you talking about with the pool? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not breeding in the pool, and we ha- <clears throat> we have like a Says fountain. Says who? Well, you can see them. 
and they're not gonna and the the larva doesn't doesn't deal with the chlorine well and and we have a we had a um I don't know what to call it, like a fountain type thing mm-hmm. that was just filled, filled with mosquito larvae. And we put one of those mosquito dunks in it, and that killed all of them. And so we've been, we've been keeping well, maybe it under people getting out there. of the pool and wet and splashing places because uh, they're saying standing water is something that. And I'm sure they're drawn to the moisture before they realize that it's a pool. Yeah, well, maybe? we got that. We have woods behind us, and there's somewhat of a creek, I guess you could call it. But I just feel like, I mean, I, the other day I went out and. Within four minutes, my legs, my ankles, my feet covered, covered in bites. Oh, boy. So far, no mosquitoes have tested positive for any disease in the county. Hmm. Have you tried the yard fog? Mm. You know, where you can just go out there and spray the perimeter of your yard. Call an Amco Ranger. Or no. call Amco. Yeah, yeah Call we, Amco. We They'll just, come and take care of everything. We just did the mosquito dunks for now. But yeah, we, we need somebody to come out. Call Amco. Good peoples. Good peoples. They take care of it. All right, that's the local stuff. Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Uh, up after the break, sports headline Hoosier. We'll also talk about the Papa John's guy. He regrets stepping down as, Everything. as uh, chairman of uh, Papa John's. He says he may have jumped the gun. And Walmart getting into the streaming business. I don't know what's going on on the roads today, but this is just hitting now. Accident involving a man on a sport bike in a car. Oh, man. Big backup, 70 at St. Louis Avenue. at 70 eastbound. Police fire on the scene. And they say take the express lanes of heading east into downtown. So that's a car and a sport bike. And they say that's going to be something that's going to be a problem till about 9 o'clock. Oh, man. The earliest. It's all over the place today. I don't know. Was it a full moon? Something. I don't know if that would affect anything. Our our traffic service in here has like little like short codes like ACC is accident. And like, uh, you know, this says tree, which means a tree is down. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one says this one says MCC MX, which I'm assuming means either motorcycle or medical emergency. So I don't know. Which one? But regardless, it's going to be shut down for a bit. Yeah. Uh, John Schnatter, the Papa John's founder, he is not going down without a fight. And now he says that agreeing to step down as chairman of Papa John's was a, quote, mistake. So in a letter to the Papa John's board, and I guess CNBC got their hands on it, John says that his use of the N-word in a conference call with an ad agency was prompted by a suggestion that he bring Kanye West on as a co-spokesman. And John says he rejected the idea because Kanye West uses the N-word in his songs. And he writes, quote, I then said something on the order of Colonel Sanders used the N-word and actually used the word that I would never use that word and Papa John's doesn't use that word. So he says that he said the word because Papa John's doesn't use that word. Right. But Kanye West does. You know what, though? If that is the case, why, when this story first hit, was that not the first thing that you said? He hasn't said anything. This is the first time he's saying something. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, when as soon as this hits, if this was the situation and this was the scenario, don't you think when it's like, 
Papa John's co-founder, Papa, bon- Papa well, John's well, the, CEO. Wasn't it from the, a year ago, man? It no. was from earlier this year, earlier so I think in May. Okay, six months ago, and it's being a busy dude that's doing a lot of stuff. You remember every conversation you had or the context in which you had it? No, 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 no. I'm saying when this the, hits the news, well, then you immediately come is, on and say. This is what he's saying. Like, he regrets not stepping down. Right. He regrets stepping down. He should have been in front of this. He also... So, you're, so, Moon, what you're saying is you have this conversation during this conference call, this news story comes out, and you still go, I don't remember saying that. No, no, I'm saying I think he's... What I'm taking from this is that he he reacted to like this coming out and was like, oh, I, sh- I should step down or, or something. And yep. now he's like, hang on a second. Wait a second. This why is did t- I step this, down? Th- why did I step down? I shouldn't have done that. This is taken, the, taken out of context. This is what actually happened. Let me, let me think about the scenario of... Where I was and what we were doing and who was talking and what it was about. That's what I'm gathering, too. And let me s- slow down. Like, you know, he reacted because he was yeah, freaking I, out. I get that. Now, he also doubled down on his claim that the ad agency that he was on this conference call with, this ad agency, which is uh, named Laundry Service, he says they tried to extort $6 million from the company in exchange for staying quiet about the episode. Wow. If that's true, that's that's a big giant twist to this whole context mm-hmm. again. Well, wasn't there more than one person on the on the phone call? Wasn't it like several people? It was yes. like a conference call. He's so. not denying using the word. No, I know, I understand that. But this new statement that he's saying isn't there anybody else that can corroborate this well, or say ah. board members and people from this ad agency? So, mm. so Walmart, they are reportedly working on creating its own streaming service. And they're looking to take on Netflix. They're looking to take on Amazon. And they're looking to do so at a lower price. So subscriptions for Walmart streaming service would be less than 8 bucks a month. And the company's also considering a free version that would include ads. And a business insider did a, did a story on this. And they said that Walmart could possibly roll out the service through its subsidiary, Vudu, V-U-D-U, which allows streaming of full-length movies and is available on most set-top devices and game consoles now. Yeah, I, I, I use I that every once in a while. Voodoo. Mm-hmm. And Voodoo is like, uh, basically, if you cut the cord, this is your on-demand. And it does TV shows and it does movies. But I, didn't like, know th- I didn't know that was Walmart. I didn't know it either. You could, you could buy and rent I didn't know movies and, and stuff. So they're basically saying they'll have a channel, a free channel with commercials. Yeah, or you could pay eight bucks a month and, and cut the commercials. Cut the commercials out. Sounds great. Capitalism. It may force Netflix and Amazon to lower their prices. Now, with that being said, can too much screen time destroy your kids' attention span? Or even give them ADHD. A new study says, yep, that might be possible. Researchers tracked about 2,600 10th graders for two years. And they only picked kids who didn't show any signs of ADHD when the study started. Then they checked on them two years later. And about 5% of them had symptoms of it. But some groups were more likely to than others. Kids who texted a lot were 21% more likely to show signs of of ADHD. Kids who watched a ton of streaming videos were 45% more likely. And kids who use social media, 
kids who use social media the most were 53% more likely to have ADHD symptoms. But don't freak out yet. The study didn't prove those things necessarily caused their attention spans to shrink. It just found a link. It's the whole, you know, causation versus correlation argument. Plus, the study was pretty small. And even though almost all the kids they looked at spent a ton of time staring at screens, 95% of them didn't end up with ADHD. But every news report you see today, and this is going to be everywhere today. You probably heard it here first, but you hear it on the news later on this evening and all over the place. The nightly news, again, 5%, yes, but 95% didn't. This is the one you got to get past just the headline. Yep, I was going to say, every headline, and and this is going to be the tease going into the commercial break from all your news, your talking news heads are going to go, screen time now directly linked with ADHD. Mm -hmm. We have more at (laughs) 9. And so many people won't be there at 9. They'll just take that. Does your child have an iPad? More than likely, they have ADHD. Boy, is there anything that Amazon doesn't want to dominate? Anybody uh, try the uh, Prime Day yesterday again? I did. I did, and I did purchase something. And I got did, something. too. Because I didn't get an error, finally. But they lost uh, probably four, I'd say four purchases I would have made on, on Monday. That I got the They dog. still did pretty good with the Amazon Prime Day. If, if, well, if you look at their stock prices. I mean, they own retail at this point. They own it. Mm-hmm. They run the servers for millions of websites and apps. They bought they bought Whole Foods to take over the the world of food. And what's their latest move? They want to be the exclusive providers of robotic dwarf tossing. You yep. got to be kidding me! Right? You didn't see that one coming. Sorry. <laughs> you got to look. You got to look at the diagram for this. So Amazon was just granted a new patent on Tuesday for a robotic arm that throws things into boxes. And to get the patent, they need to do, you know, example drawings. And in a bunch of these example drawings they used, they they showed a robot flinging what looks like a dwarf across a room into a box. Please tell me that they that that Amazon said something along the lines of that it's not an actual dwarf. Please tell me that they made that correction. Look at the picture. It is ridiculous. So again, in the patent filing, they show a picture of a robotic arm throwing what looks like a, a little person into a box. Why can you not? Amazon, why didn't you just pick a ball? Or a star? You know who's not happy about this? The Little People of America organization. They are not happy. Quote, any time that tossing and dwarf are put together, it's a real concern for us. It really opens up the possibility of mocking and dehumanizing little people. Amazon says, whoa, you guys are taking this out of context. They say they just used a dwarf figurine as an example of a product that the robot arm could throw into a box. And they pointed out that their patent also mentions the robot throwing a rubber ducky and a mug. Well, then why don't you use a picture of a rubber ducky or a mug, Amazon? But those are mentioned three times total. The dwarf is mentioned 17 times. (laughs) So there's that. 
And finally, and this is frightening. Last March, so March of 2017, two security experts from the Department of Energy's Idaho National Laboratory, they drove to San Antonio with a sensitive mission to retrieve dangerous nuclear materials from this uh, nonprofit research center, some lab. All they had to do was to make sure that this stuff didn't fall into the wrong hands on the way back to Idaho, where the government has a, has a stockpile of nuclear explosive materials for, for the military and others. Now, to make sure they got the right stuff, the two specialists brought radiation detectors and small samples of dangerous materials to calibrate them. Specifically, a plastic-covered disc of plutonium, which can be used to fuel nuclear weapons, and another sample of something called cesium, C-E-S-I-U-M which is a highly radioactive isotope that could be used in, you know, the so-called dirty bombs, the dirty radioactive bombs. But before they got to the lab in San Antonio, they stopped at this Marriott in a bad neighborhood. And they left those sensors in the backseat of their rented Ford Explorer. And when they got up the next morning, window smashed out. And the special cases holding the sensors and nuclear materials, gone. Wow. And now more than a year later, state and federal officials have no clue where the plutonium, they don't know where that is, nor the cesium. Have no idea where it is. And by the way, plutonium is one of the most valuable and dangerous substances on Earth. No public announcement was ever made by the police. No announcement by the FBI. They're not even saying how much stuff of this, uh, how much of this stuff is missing. All they're saying is that the plutonium wasn't enough to be fashioned into a nuclear bomb. No, but it can make a DeLorean go back in time. But it just makes you wonder. I think some some either whistleblower or some reporter kind of dug this up. It makes you wonder over the years. How many times has this happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think it's one of those things they didn't want to mention it because they didn't want like mass hysteria, like, oh, there's plutonium out there. And everybody, first yeah. of all, bad guys go looking for it and good good people f- start flipping out. Well, good people keep leaving it in the back of rental cars. Yeah. How, how much stuff like this is missing? Probably, and here's what I would assume, some you know small-time criminal saw a case in the back of, of a rental car at a motel broke the window, grabbed it, opened up the case, didn't know what the hell this stuff was and probably threw it away. Mm. Not some evil mastermind, you know, was trying to collect plutonium, yeah. followed these guys and broke into it. They probably saw some equipment, thought they could fence it for however much. Maybe. You maybe. hope. Yeah, I was saying maybe. Maybe it is somebody that knows what they're doing. But just looking into some of this stuff, as little as nine pounds of highly enriched uranium, the weight of an average cat, or seven pounds of plutonium, the weight of a brick, can produce a functioning nuclear warhead. That's the crazy stuff. Yeah, sure is. That's the crazy stuff. And that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports.
All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. The American League won baseball's all-star game last night, beating the National League 8-6 to in the 10th inning for its sixth straight win. The game in National Park in uh, Washington featured a record 10 home runs during the all-star game. All right. The 0-1 is sent high in the air to deep left field, and the American League will take the lead. And Trout lines the ball, deep left field, gone! First pitch by Wilson Contreras is ripped to left field and lined right out of here. Drilled to deep left field, and the American League has the lead again. And he drives it to right, and this game is tied! Can you believe it? Another home run! American League has the lead back. The Astros on consecutive pitches have made it a 7-5 game. And he drills the first pitch to right field. Gone. The record for most home runs in an All-Star game was 6. There have been 10 hit in this game. 10, huh? Yeah. And so the, it was a pitching duel. Well, no, the funny thing is, is the pitchers still did their part, too. 25 strikeouts in the game, 15 of them in the first four and a half innings. <laughs> so the no singles, doubles, or triples. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. It was either a strikeout or a home run. A lot of dingers. Yeah, which, I mean, to be honest with you, isn't that what you want? Oh, sure. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it was exciting. It's happen. This yeah. is the game to do it, yeah. Alex Bregman from the Astros won the game's MVP. Brewers reliever Josh Hader, he pitched a third of an inning during Tuesday night's All-Star game. And he allowed a three-run homer that put the American League ahead in the eighth. His hair looked great. His jersey was crisp. He was clean. <laughs> I saw that, and I know the story. And the headline I think Deadspin had was, you know, the home run he gave up to whoever it was. Yeah, it was, was was not the worst part of his night. Correct. Giving up that homer, not the reason why it was trending on social media either. And this all happened before the game was even over. A bunch of his old tweets started recirculating mid-game, and not for a great reason. We can't even begin to read what most of them say, but I will say that he used the N-word a lot. Now, in his defense, if there is any, a lot of them was him quoting rap songs, but still, you gotta be smarter than this. And he had one tweet from August of 2011 that just simply read, I hate gay people. Well, he owned up to it too. It wasn't a, oh, I was hacked or somebody did that as a joke. He owned up to it, and he said that the game, uh, after the game, that the majority of his tweets came out when he was 17 years old. He was dumb and immature, and he has grown since then. But he did end the interview with, there is no excuse for this. There is no excuse. And and harken back to when you were 17, 16, 15. I mean, you did a lot of dumb things. You said a lot of dumb things. And there wasn't social media around when I was, was that age. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have wrote wrote that stuff. They right. they say, and, and there was reporters from the game yesterday saying that as this news started making its way on Twitter and on social media, people that were there wearing like his shirt jersey, you know, they have those jersey, they were turning them inside out. They say that officials from MLB went up to his family that had authentic jerseys on and gave them generic Brewers jerseys and said, "Put these on. Trust us." Put yeah, them on. his family. Generic, like no name on the back. Like it just said oh Brewers and like no name and number oh, yes. on the back. Wow. And they gave him to him, like, put this on. Put this on to avoid everything. His family, who was in the stands. Yep. He Sad. found out, I guess, once he walked off the field. Right. Oh, 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 oh. Yikes. Yeah, not great. Oh, 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 oh.
The uh, Dodgers are on the verge of acquiring all-star shortstop at Manny Machado from the Orioles. Uh, everybody pretty much saw this coming. I mean, at least the trade. They were kind of unsure what team. But the Dodgers have been the front runner for a long time now. So he will be going there. Uh, they're planning on announcing it either today or you tomorrow. Know, and back to that, that guy. What's his name? Josh Hader, I believe. Josh Hader. I mean, if you were his parents, this is why parents need to monitor social media. When it comes to their kids, because this stuff is online forever. Oh yeah, absolutely. and will follow you into adulthood. And that's what happened here. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell my kids the biggest, and and they do stuff like passive aggressive, you know, texts towards people that mistreated them, friends that mistreated them. They'll go straight to social media and do something passive aggressive. I'm like, it's out there forever, man. It's out there. Forever. It's out there forever. And then when your kid goes away to college, don't put pictures everywhere that you're drinking, man. Because, yeah, you're away at school, and it's really cool Look and everything. Look at me in the beer but, bomb. Yeah. but you ain't 21 yet. You hey, know, that, that's why you need to watch out for your kids. Be a parent instead of a friend. Yep. Do you? Best friend. I'm uh, yeah. best friends with my daughter. Yeah. Now, speaking of social media, as a professional athlete, and I'm not talking about when you're younger, but as a professional athlete, do you feel like players shouldn't burn bridges with previous teams, even if that team has done them wrong, let's say? On social media? Yeah. For example, in the NBA. So there's a guy named DeMar DeRozan. Played for the Raptors. I say played for the Raptors because there has been a report of a trade that's happening between uh, Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs and the Raptors where those are going to switch. So he's going to San Antonio. Kawhi's going to Toronto. And DeRozan pretty much is saying, bashing Toronto, saying, I can't believe you traded me. This is ridiculous. And especially because Kawhi Leonard has made it very clear that when free agency hits this upcoming summer, this next summer, he's going to the Lakers. So this is like San Antonio's going, get out, go play in Toronto, have a year up there, and then go sign with the Lakers. And DeRozan is basically saying, thanks, Toronto, you turned your back on me. You think that's a bad move, or you think it's, I wouldn't I get it? a bridge in any industry. Again, you never know what's going to come back to bite you in yeah. the ass. There's, there's no positive there because what he just did, what he just posted, was just making him feel good in the moment. Yep. And all it's going to do yeah. is bite him in the ass years uh, to d- come. Yeah, down the road. Yeah. yeah. That's why I know you're 17. You're dumb. Your 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 brain is not fully developed. You're not thinking about the future. This is why you need a guide. That's what a parent is supposed to be, or a mentor, or anybody. Whatever. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy. Maybe you shouldn't post this kind of stuff because in the future, one day, maybe, possibly, who knows? It may not, but just in case, this is going to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, this guy's got a loving family. They're in the stands watching their, their kid yeah. pitching the All-Star game. Proud parents. Or if you just would have paid attention, if you just would have paid attention to your kid and their, their online life, you wouldn't be turning your jerseys inside out out of embarrassment, out of embarrassment and fear of retribution for the dumb stuff that your kids at the all-star be a goddamn game. parent. At the All-Star game, you're turning your shirt inside out. Which should be a proud moment. Yep. Be there for your kids. Mentor your kids. Look out for this kind of stuff. Great, I know your friends. Your friends, you kick it, you hang out. Your kid comes to you for advice, but man, be a parent too. You have to have some of those tough conversations. Sorry, they're not going to like you for five minutes. But damn, how dumb.
Keep going. Well, that's all I got. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show. Kidland! Some of this stuff should be, you shouldn't have to say this stuff. Like, it should be obvious. And the problem is, is that, our, our, you know, our parents said the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But back then it was, you know, going out and drinking with your friends or going out and, and, and smoking weed with your friends. It wasn't necessarily posting things online, but it was making dumb decisions like that. And there were parents that were like, cool, man, come on over to our house parents and drink. Have, have these issues to, to think about, which, you know, which, which my parents didn't have to think about social media. But these are new challenges that you need to, if you're a parent, you need to step up and be a, and be a parent, not a friend. Uh, your headline hoosh brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS number 12901. All right, let's go to Spring, Texas, which is a uh, suburb of uh, Houston. You got 41-year-old Jessica Collins. Jessica Collins was staying at a friend's house after a night of drinking at a local uh, watering hole last Wednesday night. It was Jessica, the friend, and the friend's neighbor. After getting back to the friend's house, Jessica wanted to keep the party going. Asking for more booze and cigarettes. And it's a party girl. And she must have been she must have been real annoying because the friend was like, you know what? Leave my house. I don't want you here. Jessica not having it. She pounced, attacked the friend, yanked her to the floor by her hair, and bit off a large piece from the bridge of the woman's nose and swallowed it. If you look at Jessica's mugshot, you could see blood on her face. I, listen, I, that's, I was assuming. I didn't know if it was like she got into it. That was like scratches. But I'm almost positive it's the blood from the nose biting, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. The friend's husband called the cops. A court filing accused Jessica of intentionally causing bodily injury to the victim by, quote, biting complainant with her mouth. As a condition of her bond, Jessica, a divorced mother of three, has been ordered to have no contact with the victim. A friend of the victim has started a GoFundMe page to raise 12 grand to cover medical costs. And the note on the campaign reads, because the missing piece was never recovered, my friend needs reconstructive plastic surgery. She was assaulted by a mentally unstable person who lunged at my friend, biting off her nose and swallowing it. So there you go, from Spring, Texas, 41-year-old Jessica Collins, you are today's Headline Hooge. Right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3333. slash Riz. On the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Don't forget, next Thursday and Friday, so one week from tomorrow and a week from this coming Friday, it's the lock-in at Gingham's. On 94 in St. Charles, 94 and 70. Jeff and Patrico and Moon will be locked inside Gingham starting at around 10 a.m. Next Thursday, going to the following Friday. And the lock-in is in conjunction with Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon, which will be going on at the same time. That'll make make things even more interesting. Yeah, so in fact, Donnie will be broadcasting live from the studio. We'll have uh, microphones and stuff down at Gingham's. So you guys will be doing some cross-talking, mm-hmm. which will be fun, especially at like 3 a.m. Right. Can't wait to hear that. And while the fellows are locked in at Gingham's, if you go to eat there, 
20% of your bill will go to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. And you're going to want to eat so there cool. because it's fantastic. Yeah, in fact, a whole bunch of our uh, Team Riz members and just listeners in general that love Ganghams have been like, you got to try this and try the buffalo chicken this and try this salad and try the fried pickles. It's awesome. People I'm, I'm going to go over there. Uh, I think I'll go on uh, maybe Thursday for dinner. Solo style. Join you guys. Break some bread. Oh, that'd be cool. Hang out. But for an hour, then I'm going to go home. You guys have to stay. <laughs> cool thing is you can change your I mind can, and I just can, go home and stay I can there. go home. We you can. guys will stay. We cannot. You guys gonna bring any board games or? Nope. Or at least I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna sit there and just enjoy conversation. We should definitely play Monopoly. You should totally play Monopoly. Yeah, that'd or be Risk. Cool. Yeah, whatever the like. The, bring a game. Yeah, where the marathon you could, games. Well, you got the time. What are the marathon games? I guess Monopoly is the yeah. Risk takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played Risk? I don't think I ever played Risk. Yeah. Risk is fun. It's You're incredibly gonna. boring. But it's a, it's a game that takes a while. Yeah, you guys should play Monopoly. Oh, man, I'm looking at their Scramblers yeah, menu. Yeah, I was just up there uh, a couple weeks ago. The fried pickles are the jam. All right, well, we'll get the fried pickles when I'm up there. So that's a next Thursday and Friday at Gingham's. So that's 94 and 70 up there in St. Charles. Today, by the way, is... <laughs> Food news. National Hot Dog Day. Yeah, all right. We all hot dog fans? Oh, yeah. Had two last night. And I got the results of a recent survey on America's favorite hot dog toppings. What's the favorite? Mustard. Mm-hmm. Ketchup? Wow. Ketchup is America's favorite. I did uh, mustard and chopped up red onions. You put red onion on everything, don't you? I really do, yeah. Jeff Burton is keeping the red onion industry in in business. I buy one huge one, the biggest one I could find, every Saturday or Sunday. The size of a pumpkin. Yeah, and I'm the only one that touches the thing. Ketchup is America's favorite, which is is not surprising. I got 25% of the vote. But what is a little surprising is that mustard... Didn't come in second place. Whoa, Relish beat it? Relish is in fifth, so ketchup one, mustard Jeez. three, Jeez. mustard three, cheese four, relish five. What about, uh, you what said the onions? What else is there? That's yeah. number six. If you say mayonnaise. Mayo's number eight. What about barbecue sauce? Chili. Barbecue Chili's sauce. number two. Ooh, chili, nice. What about the, uh, come on, another old standby. Uh, sauerkraut? Oh, yeah, I'm not a never fan. Done it, not number a fan. seven. Sauerkraut, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut's yeah. delicious, but, I mean, never I, never do I like, oh, I got some sauerkraut to cook here. It's only when I'm at the ball game. Oh, I love sauerkraut. Only. Yeah, that's love how it. I know I'm not German. Not a, not a fan. Oh, I love it. I used to hate it. I used to hate the smell. I hate the texture and everything. And finally, somebody was like, dude, just put it on there. I put it on there. I'm like, this it's good. It's got, got, that, sour. It's got that sour. That sour flavor. And then jalapenos is number nine, and coleslaw is number ten. There are certain areas of the country where coleslaw is a thing you put on your hot dog. Really? I don't think I'm a coleslaw fan in general. What is coleslaw, by the way? It's, it's, it's cabbage, it's cabbage. Right? Yeah. And? Mayo or vinegar. Maybe it's the mayo that I'm... Maybe it's too much mayo, because I am a mayo I don't fan. like creamy coleslaw. I like vinegar-based coleslaw. 
I like them both. I like I'm both. a fan of both. You I, guys, you know, I think it's cold. I think it's the cold thing too. For some reason, that because it is cold, you mean? I think it's because it's that consistency, and it looks like that. And then when you get it, it's like what? A cold cabbage salad, which it's big in in, in Russian food. Maybe that's why I like it. Yeah, it could be because I've been around that for so long. But it's like vinegar based. Man, the jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it comes to hot dogs, and 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 on the rare occasions which I do eat hot dogs, I mean it's. It's mustard. Yeah. Mustard relish. What about banana peppers? You ever put that on a hot dog? I had that the other day. Oh, yeah. Re- it was really the good. sport peppers you could put on a Chicago dog. What's a sport pepper? It's, it's a type of pepper. It's not it's, it's, it's not very hot. Yeah. It's more of a it's more of a sour than it is a hot. Mm, yeah. Sport peppers are what's in the, the thing on Steak and Shake's table that's been there since 1966. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, so like banana peppers. I mean, that's banana, banana, banana peppers. Banana, hot, uh, banana peppers got heat. No. No, no banana peppers are almost sweet. It's like, um, yeah, it's no, almost a vinegary. It's a sour sweet. It's yeah. A, it's, like a, it's like a little zip to it, but it's not spicy zip. Remember it's, those hot peppers I brought for you guys? Uh, they're growing in my garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I left them on the, on the vine, on the, on the plant, and they turned red. So it went from green to red. Oh boy! <laughs> wow! Really? Is that one of those things? The longer you leave it on the vine, yeah. Huh. So what I'm making was I've been making chili oil. I have so many of these damn red peppers that I've been bottling them. Hmm. <laughs> That's good. You should pickle some of them. Yeah, I man. should. Because I, I love pickled jalapenos. I'll have Peter Piper pick them. Uh, uh, we got a friend, Joel. <laughs> Uh, my my friend Joel makes salsa. He, they, they got an incredible garden. The guy that grows it. He, he got it. He got it. Just let it go. Stop. Just, just stop. Sorry, Joel. Let it run its course. Just let it. Never mind. We're in his world. What about Joel? Uh, nothing, man. He he just he uh he he's been growing peppers and avocados and all that, and he makes the greatest salsa. You could oh, get into the salsa game fantastic. in no time. Yeah, I you could. Should you really should? I could have got the tomatoes. He labels them and everything. He's got a full. I got the tomatoes. I got the peppers. I'm growing cilantro too. I don't grow onions. You grow some glass jars and you're ready to uh-huh. go, man. Well, I got the glass jar bush. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. <laughs> Those take a that's few seasons. That's on your seasons, property. Though. That's on my property. Okay. Yeah. You should roast some. Make a nice roasted salsa. Ooh. Now, listen. If if only a bunch of fatty barbecue meats would run for Congress, maybe this country could finally stop being so divided. So Walmart put out their stats on which product is selling better in every state this year. Hamburgers or hot dogs? So what do you think? Hamburgers or hot dogs? Which which product is selling better at Walmart? I'm going to say hot dogs. Hot dogs. I'll say hamburgers just to be different. Hamburgers by a friggin' landslide. They told you. Hamburgers won 41 states to nine. Wow. And this is the second year that Walmart's done this study, and hamburgers also won big last year, 39 to 11. But for whatever reason, 17 states flipped their allegiance over the course of the past year. There are seven states that bought more burgers last year, but bought more hot dogs this year. Rhode Island, Idaho, Utah, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, and California. Pacific time zone going hard on the hot dogs in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, and the 10 sta- and and these 10 states bought more hot dogs last year, but 
more hamburgers this year. Hawaii, North Carolina, I'm sorry, Hawaii, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Minnesota, Alabama, North Carolina, West Virginia, Vermont, and Maine. Missouri and Illinois, we are burger states. We're burger states, huh? We are burger states. Now you're talking about the sport peppers on on the tables at the Steak and Shake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's apparently 1950-something. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen anybody eat one of those? No. Um, we gave... We gave a good friend, I think it was 10 bucks to put the whole thing into a glass, mix it with Tabasco sauce. And, and drink then, it. And then empty an entire uh, little uh, shaker of pepper. And for $10, he finished the whole thing. I think he threw up right afterwards, but hmm. he, 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 I have seen someone drink that. So I guess Steak and Shake are known, they're, they're known for having those peppers on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're known for having their seasoning on the table too, right? Mm-hmm. Some place like Lion's Choice, known for their seasoning, known for their au jus. Oh. There was a uh, a pretty interesting uh, column in uh, on, on Deadspin's website. That Drew Madgery guy does that fun bag column, and he asked the question: What's the best chain restaurant condiments? What are the best chain restaurant condiments? Any thoughts? And I'll see. I'll see if it, whatever you say matches up. McDonald's with sweet and sour sauce, or their barbecue. McDonald's barbecue sauce. He has his number four. Okay, so I am Lion's Choice through and through. We know that. So the, he says about McDonald's barbecue sauce, and we'll get to your thing in a second. He says it's just corn syrup and food coloring, but it really is magic with the McNuggets. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. Like he I swirled said. together the barbecue sauce and sweet and sour. To make a barbecue and sour sauce. Ooh. That sounds good. Interesting. He says, true genius or just a sloppy fat child? I'll let you decide. Both, Both of each. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a lot of corn syrup. You know, I know you love the Lion's Choice stuff. Yeah, so I, I am Lion's Choice through and through. There is no there is no second place for me because I care to go nowhere else than Lion's Choice as far as that vibe goes. But Arby's sauce. The old school Arby sauce. That's number two. The Arby's horsey sauce. I was just gonna say, oh, the horsey sauce. Now I'm not even talking about the horsey sauce. You guys remember the old school Arby is called Arby sauce. Oh, it's, 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 it's like a, it's like a thin barbecue. Yeah, sauce. it was like it was almost like a liquid barbecue sauce, and it came in packets. Oh, it's kind of yeah, okay. sour. It almost. You know what it was? It's like it's like tart. if you took if you took uh, barbecue sauce. A1 and Worcestershire sauce and right, mix yeah. it together with a little bit of vinegar. And that's oh, it. So, so that's not the horsey, horsey sauce. No, no. Well, no. I'm going to guess Arby's horsey sauce <laughs> made the list. Yeah, it did. Number oh, two. man. How did you know that? What about uh, Jack in the Box Ranch packets? Buttermilk Ranch. No. You'll never guess number three. It says Baja Freshest Black Salsa. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know where that is either. But will we get number one? It's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. What about the Frisco sauce from Steak and Shake? No. Oh, that is good too. No Steak and Shake. Remember that's Steak and Shake is pretty regional. Lion's Choice, if, if they were national, would make the list for a couple of other things because they have two different types of barbecue Ooh. sauce. Plus, they have that Chipotle Ranch mix. Not Big Mac not sauce. Not Big Mac. Because sauce. remember, that's not available. That's Thousand Island. Is this okay? Can else. you can you give us a hint? Is it a sit down restaurant or is it a drive through? Both. Both. Well, Chick Fil A sauce. No. No, I mean, you could sit both. down in this place. They're not going to serve you. You need to serve yourself. But okay, so it's a, fa- it's a so, count. So, These are fast food places. So it's a fast food joint. They always ask if you want guacamole no. from. They always Chipotle? ask if you they want. Always ask if you want fry Do sauce you? from Freddy's. No, 
Do you want any honey mustard? Do you no. want any? Do you, would you like to supersize that? Do you no. want? Do you I mean, want? Maybe condiments. A frosty. Come on, Taco Bell sauces. Oh, oh. come on! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't get. I don't. I don't, I don't use sauce at Taco Bell, so that's why. Really? I'm oh, you gotta go five. Is it because no, of the no, taste or none. because it has messages on the little things? No, yeah, those I, are so cute. I always I take the hot sauce. Always. Oh, I do too. But I'm just saying, is there major popularity because of the little messages? Wait, do you do the hot or do you, see? I go mild or fire because the fire is hot. not hot. Yeah, my my hot. wife goes fire because fire is more like almost. Fire. It's almost like a because tri- you think it's like crazy flavor. hot. It's not. It's less hot than the hot. Yeah, it's, it, it has is. better flavor. Really? Oh, I, dude, if I you like the hot sauce, do fire. You're, you're crazy. Okay. Right. I, I, now, I, now we'll take your... Once you go fire, you'll never go... Next time I go. Higher. Once you go fire, you just retire because it <laughs> is the jam. Hot is retired. <laughs> uh, Popeye's hot sauce, they say, is number five. And then uh, number six on this guy's list is Sparrow's marinara sauce. Yeah, yeah that guy's an idiot then because that is garbage. <laughs> sorry, I will tell you this. Uh, one, and I said Chick-fil-A sauce. If you've never had Chick-fil-A sauce, it is a hidden gem. What, what you, is it like? Give me. It's like is, it's like a barbecue honey mustard. Oh, all right. Oh, and no, I got the, if I go to Chick Fil A, I always get the buffalo. So there's there's three sauces that you got to get at Chick Fil A. The Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> just ask for all of them. The I buffalo. Did we just read this in your column about condiments? <laughs> the the buffalo. And then there's something that's like so a um, condiment column. Yeah, we're it's like to, we're a, have to bury you with these. Damn it! <laughs> it's like a sweet Asian sauce. Uh, damn it! What's it called? I can't believe you don't know it, man. I thought you were into yeah. condiments. I God, thought you were a fan. Jerk face. Oh, it's the Polynesian sauce. Oh, my can yeah, that's those? like they're sweet and sour. Yeah, can yeah. I get those on Sunday? No. Yes. You can get I it mean, any day no. but Sunday. If you oh. break in, you can break in a <laughs> Get it whatever you want. <laughs> well, here's what he says about the Sparrow's marinara sauce. He says, as with, as with uh, Baja Fresh, I once thought that Sparrow was the absolute apex of ethnic dining. Okay. And I would lose it any time I came across a Sparrow and got to oogle the oversized pepperoni slices. Each slice had five pints of hog grease, and it was delicious. Time out. So he went on for a par- an entire paragraph? Why would you discredit yourself at the end of your article? And capped it off with a breadstick and a little tub of the marinara sauce, and that's healthy eating. Well. Well. Listen, obviously your list would be different than this guy's list, but, you know, it's a... It's a fun topic starter, guys. Yes. It's somewhere to start. Surprised you hadn't had that Arby's, the the old school Arby sauce, because it is different. I probably have had it. I've, I've probably had it in my travels. I just don't remember it. Some of these sauces, if you can get the extras, they're worth getting extras to take home. I went to a lunch choice the other day with my daughter, mm-hmm. and their uh, horseradish sauce is the jam. Yeah, Man, all, all their the sauces. Jam. They got the two barbecue. If you mix those and go with the fries in the in the barbecue mix. I never had the hot. Was it hot and tangy? What's it called? The, the well, no, there's like a, there, it's like a spicy kind of barbecue. No, neither sauce. of them are hot. Well, just one's like like thick and smoky, and the other one's kind of like thin and tangy. I don't know what. Do they call it hot and tangy? I don't think it's called hot. I don't think there's hot involved. I mix the horseradish and the barbecue sauce. Their honey mustard is. <laughs> and they also have they also have the uh, spicy ranch. Yeah, yeah. Lion's but you got to ask for that. It's behind the counter. Lion's Choice does it all right. I used to take the seasoning in those little things and collect it and then use that for my barbecues at home until they started selling it. Now I got the big old uh, there, shakers. There's more than one person that said on Twitter the Diablo sauce at Taco Bell is one of their best. Is that beyond fire? I think it's I think it's 
hot fire Diablo? Oh, I didn't know they had that. Diablo is the hottest. Uh, as far as the sauce bar at El, Lion's Choice. El Diablo. Horseradish. <laughs> two kinds of barbecue sauce. It doesn't say what they're called. Chipotle Ranch. And their signature au jus. Yeah. Mm. You know, whenever I go to Lion's Choice, I always get the au jus. I never wind up using it. Oh, really? Uh, I could could use two of them. Oh, yeah, you're blowing it. man. Sasha, a previous employee of Chick-fil-A, says that their Chick-fil-A sauce is honey mustard, ranch, and barbecue sauce mixed together. It's a great combo. Make your own. Yeah, Yeah, make your own, but try and duplicate that. Can you get that? It's all about proportions. (laughs) You you can have all the ingredients. It's all about proportions. (laughs) All right, that's your food news. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrity. It is brought to you by Amco, Ranger, Termite, and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Netflix's uh, share price, which had more than doubled since the start of 2018, tumbled recently. Really? Yeah, because the company actually admitted that subscriber growth beginning to slow down. I don't know why necessarily, but it's starting to slow down big right. time. Speaking of Netflix, I got to fly tomorrow night. So I had the old iPad out yesterday trying to figure out what to download off Netflix. So comedians in cars getting yes, coffee. Yes, first thing I thought. This season is fantastic. Yeah, I downloaded, I think, five of those episodes. Although the Ellen yeah. episode, not worth it. Uh, you know what? The which one? Ellen. I oh, love really? Ellen. I, and I didn't download that it's not, one. it's not a good episode. The car that they're driving is rad, but they just didn't have great chemistry. What is your, which, which ones did you download? I did the uh, Tracy Chappelle. Morgan, not bad. Chappelle's was great. Chappelle, uh, Tracy Morgan, uh, Dana Carvey. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, he rips out a bunch of uh, impersonations. Uh, Jerry Lewis. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah. How many episodes you download? Like five, five or six. So, so what are you going to do after the nine minutes? <laughs> well, I know. That's what I'm asking. Minutes. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Uh, what else do I download? And you're going to be on a plane? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a short flight to... Blue Jersey. is the warmest color. No. Do, no? Under her mouth. Here, Okay. You're going to think I'm Stop. crazy. I'm not asking you're, you anymore. T- uh, two things I'm going to suggest. Number one is the staircase. What is that? It's basically like, remember Evil Genius? It's like that, but the uh, Dean Patterson, the author, the death of his wife. Okay. It's like one of those things where they look into it. Okay. It's great. The Staircase. The Staircase. It's like a series. It's got a bunch of episodes. Okay. And I know you, I don't think that you watched the first season, but the second season is now out, and it's something that, it's, 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 it's out of your realm, but I think you would really like it. Glow. I thought about that. It's a great show. It, it really, truly is good. Isn't is there isn't there a lot of boobs in that though? No, no, no. I think I think the whole season. I think I saw maybe one pair of boobies. Oh, and it was I thought there was like a lot. No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Mark Maron in that. Mark Maron in that is great. Great. Who else is in that? That's a bigger name. There's there's another dude that's in it. That's a bigger name. Like maybe a longer a, name, like a lot of letters. Yeah, yeah. A, a more epic name, if you will. I started listening to uh, Mark <laughs> Maron's podcast. Yeah. It depends on who he has on. Yeah, yeah. Say, it's not my style. He had a Ray Liotta on the other day from Goodfellas. Great. Great. Because he talked about Goodfellas mm. and his career. Uh, Gus Van Sant he had on the other day, the director. I'm listening to that. Pretty good. It's hit, it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's the only big big male actor really? name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was somebody else that I... Oh, 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 Horatio wow. Sands is in it. He no, makes his debut in the second I season. I think you'd really like it. Maybe I'll start watching that. And again, that's another thing where it's 30 minutes. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 
Did you guys uh, get the Google alert? I think it was uh, over the weekend, possibly, maybe on Monday. The Google alert that Tool finally put out their new record? No. You didn't get that? Nobody got that? No. That's because it was Tool with a dollar sign at the end, which is a rapper. But Google made the mistake of telling everybody that Tool, the rock band, their new record finally uh, came out. Yeah, no, it, a lot of people got upset Tool with a dollar that. sign? Yeah, he's some rapper, dude. What? Tool okay. with a dollar sign at the end, so Google alerts. It's, pro- it's probably, he probably goes by Tools. No, I don't know. Like, I'm Tools the rapper. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I bet if you have your Google alert set up to Tool, then it probably read that and then thought it was a character after it and not a... Uh, like it thought it was like um yeah it didn't register as a letter right thank you and yeah. then it just shot out like hey tools new album is out today so illusion world is not the new tool record that's the new tools record and it was funny because you know how long tool fans have been, been waiting, waiting for a new tool and you also know how passionate tool fans are we talked at the at the uh, baseball game the cardinals game the other day with some of our ratio listeners that they were just going on and on about the the Can't new wait. He does, he does do a cover of Sober on that record. I didn't know that. Would be smart. It would be smart. <laughs> it would be smart. You're right. And uh, there was a lot of uh, blowback on Twitter and, and all of that. And my favorite one was, okay, uh, at Google, go F yourself. <laughs> it was just plain and simple. You upset me. In one of the final interviews that uh, Celebrity Chef and Traveler and uh, amazing person Anthony Bourdain uh, did before he died, talked about a whole lot more than travel and food and all that kind of stuff. He unleashed a bit thoughts on Donald Trump and former presidents as well. So he talked about Bill Clinton, and he says, quote, gropey, grabby, and disgusting behavior surrounding the Monica Lewinsky case. Quote, I never under any circumstances voted would vote for Bill Clinton today, but I think impeaching the guy over the Lewinsky thing was ridiculous. Hmm. He also says uh, I, I, uh, he does. He doesn't exactly mince words when it comes to Trump. I think Trump's going down for the money. Collusion is tricky to prove. It's the money, and once they get too close, it's my view he will declare victory. He goes on to say that he thinks that he's going to quit, or at least not run for re-election because he's going to go. Look, I made all my money. I did what I Trump? wanted to do. Yeah. Look, I became president when everybody said it's I always, couldn't, and I'm out. It's always weird when a posthumous interview comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm broke. And, I, and I, listen, I'm sure that all everything that he said is what he said. He can never go back and and verify anything. Did you see the episode uh, where Obama was with him? Yeah, they were I saw that one too. And I mean, they sat around for the longest time waiting for him, and it was quite an event when Obama finally showed up. It was in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what he says about Obama, found Obama very unconvincing in public. Uh, Much of the time, I believe he may not have been the greatest president in history, but one of the nicest, best people we have ever had on the show. So didn't really care for him as president, but nice person. So they sat and they drank drank some beers Mm -hmm. and ate some food and chatted. Seemed like both of them. Very chummy. Yeah, very er everyday normal dudes. That's what makes a politician a politician. People are saying, listen, like or, or not like Bill Clinton, think he's a rapist or whatever. They say when Bill Clinton walked into a room, he was the most amazing, disarming person you'd ever meet. Yeah. Very and engaging. And that's what makes a politician a politician. They say he would look into into your soul. Yeah. He was so engaging.
And keep in mind, when politicians are up there talking and behind podiums and stuff, and half the time when they're behind podiums and doing that, they're not saying their own words. They're saying words written for them. So when it's just them on Jimmy Kimmel or just them on Bourdain, they're actually using their own words for once. Yeah, but it's it's just the way they carry themselves. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's why they get there, I guess. Uh, Paris Jackson doesn't understand why everybody gives a, a crap about this. But she has finally come out and said, yes, I am bisexual. She is 20 years old. Thank God. I know. I've been waiting for her. She was already kept asking me. I thought she already said she was. And that's her whole point. She said back when she was like 14 or 15, she came out. And said that she likes girls as well. And oh, I don't know that long ago. Yeah, and she is 20 now. And I guess somebody on on Twitter asked her about it, and she just kind of basically said, you know, oh, by the way. And everybody started, oh, my gosh, she came out as bisexual. She came out. As, she's like, I've been out for like six years now. And by the was, way, who cares? I thought she was with that Cara... Delavine, Delavine, yeah, and that's where the rumor started again because there was a picture of the two of them online, and that's why people were asking. So I guess they were hugging, which makes one bisexual. I guess it does. Yeah, and she's <laughs> she's an actress and a model, and she is covered in tattoos, like body, chest. What has Paris Jackson acted in? I don't know. I'm just saying that's what the like that's what the label said. But I saw uh, still pictures along with this story of a photo shoot she was doing. She had no tattoos whatsoever. It was all completely covered up. And she's, we have the technology. Yes, we do. You're right. Papa Roach appears to be recording a new record. For anybody who was waiting for that, recent tweet from the band uh, said they had a whiteboard up there and a racer board, and they had uh, track listings and everything. So it looks like they're going to be coming out with a new record soon. And finally, Forbes released a Celebrity 100 list of the highest paid entertainers in the entire world. And I have the top 10 here. Hmm. Highest paid entertainer. entertainer. So we're talking sports, we're talking movies, we're talking juggling. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is tied for last with Dave Chappelle with Jay-Z. a mere $35 million. Jay-Z. Piece. Jay-Z. Is that with a J and a Z? Uh-huh. Not in the top 10. <laughs> I was going to ask you how to spell it. Uh, There's a guy whose last name I can never remember how to pronounce. Cristiano Ronaldo. Or you, Cristiano you mean Ronaldo. Yes, that's it. Oh, so Sorry, we're talking sports too. He said everything. Uh, yeah, everything, everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So he's number ten at one hundred and eight million dollars. LeBron. LeBron not in the top ten. Okay. Um, Floyd Mayweather. Junior or senior? <laughs> mm, I always get those two confused. <laughs> Just my junior, just, just like junior, my number uses. one, two hundred number one, two hundred and eighty-five million dollars, and apparently all except for like ten million of that he's came always, from the from the McGregor fight. He's always on the list yes. in the top five or yeah. top three. By the so way, McGregor like, came in at number twelve, oh, ninety-nine I was say, million. McGregor yeah. number two. Yeah. So number nine, Ed Sheeran, one hundred and ten million dollars. Oh, yeah. Uh, Messi at $111 million. Coldplay, which you mentioned the other day about tours. Yeah, yeah. The biggest tours come in uh, number seven, $115 million. Also on that tours U2. list, U2, number six, $118 million. Then Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 124 Damn. You ready? You're sitting down? Judge Judy. Judge Judy, 
147. $147 million. 147. Ooh, and man. then Kylie Jenner in number three, 166.5. What, what is that all from, by the way? The the Judge Judy stuff? Is it she just, gets paid. She know, gets paid to do that show. I know I know her contract is ridiculous for the show, but what else? She's got to have her hand in other buckets. She has a line of uh, brassiers. <laughs> Stop it, man. And sex toys. I would believe <laughs> like lingerie. Yeah. Sex toys. She got her own flashlight now, I hear. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. All right, we're done. Oh, you, do have a, you do have a birthday yeah. coming up. Yeah, they call it the Judge Scrooty. <laughs> Finally figured out a way to shut her up. Number two on the list. Nobody said anything yet. Number two, number two. It's a boy. Uh, it's a Ed Sheeran. Oh, well, Justin a man. Bieber. A man, sorry. Man. Justin Bieber. No, not Justin Bieber. Sparts? Nope, not Sparts. Uh, it's a Although boy, he does like playing basketball. Pick up basketball games. Barry Manilow. Not Barry Manilow. Good guess. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he has played a doctor on TV. Rod Stewart. Neil Patrick Harris. No. <laughs> oh, oh, But it's been a while. Oh, George Clooney. George Clooney, $239 million. Oh, that's right. That was the pick a basketball game thing. Yeah. He just he loves playing pick a basketball. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Any you know. any movie shoot or TV uh set that he has, there's always a basketball game. That the basketball thing basketball. didn't help me. The doctor on TV did. You You're know what that's from? He he sold that uh, alcohol company he had. Oh, tequila. the tequila. Tequila. Yeah, that's with right. Gerber, yeah. him and Gerber, yeah. That, that's gotta sense. be what that's from. Crappy birthdays, Kristen uh, Bell, it, thirty-eight. Is it Avion? No, that's um, that's somebody else, right? Look it up. Vin Diesel, fifty-one. Richard Branson is sixty-eight. Steve Forbes, seventy-one. Joe Torre, seventy-eight. Today's Burton birthday of the day. He goes by Dion, and your dad probably loves him. Two massive hits: The Wanderer and Runaround Sue. Those are two classic jams. Dion De uh, DeMucci is seventy-nine years young. Casamigos. Casamigos. Sounds exactly the same. That's it. Yeah. Today's and Dan Aykroyd has the, uh, the skull. Crystal skull. Crystal yeah. skull. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's We're Fun and Fantasy Meat, is Lynn Stone. Today's birthday girls swallow more swords than a sideshow freak in 74 fine films, including The Ass Man, Volume 14, Sex Wars, The Sex Opera, Too Many Women for a Man, Sex Forever, and who could forget her unforgettable role in... Seriously, just go ahead and do that to me. <laughs> Lynn Stone, 39 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. I'm just reading this uh, blind item from a gossip columnist. Yeah, it's like when they tell you a story, they don't tell you who it's about. Right. It's kind of for you to figure out. And I got it. I figured out. But I'll let you try to figure it out yourself. All right. Do you know the answer? I, they, they're not saying, but this has got to be it. Okay. A currently trending male comedian has been credibly accused by women I know of sexual abuse on set and sexual harassment. This is not my story to chase down, but I really hope this widely known blind item is not lost in the excitement over how funny the work is. And it's funny. You say you know? Or you think you know? I think I know. That's a pretty vague description. No. Really? A currently trending male comedian. Simple. I think I know too now. Ooh, I don't know. Are you going to say it? No, I'll let you figure it out yourself. Oh, what a jerk. Can I write it down and see if we're on the same page? Yes. No. 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 My guess too. 
Huh. Okay. That's it, baby. Because of the currently trending part. Uh huh. And the and it's funny. Uh huh. Because that person is extremely funny. Uh huh. Depending on what side of the aisle you're on. <laughs> Good point. That's Time for some news. That's another hit. Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So is your dog keeping you from seeing the world? And according to a new study, half of Americans say they have not traveled outside the country since they got a pet. Hmm. And the study also found one in three people have changed their travel plans because of their pet. And 87% worry about how their pets are doing when they're away on vacation. Hmm. I would wonder. I'm telling you, a lot of my... I would wonder, too. A lot of my reluctance... Uh, of getting a dog has to do with uh, has to do with our travel. Yeah, I can imagine. You know what I mean. And I told you, I I already told you that that should not be the reason that you don't. Oh come on! Is this going to be a thing every time I mention I my family wants a dog? <laughs> you have to ask Sarah. Don't you want to rescue him? No. Just look at those eyes. I see it right now. There's a dog in the corner of the cage shaking, 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 shaking. and you're over here. Sorry, Sarah. Hours because left. you want because you want to go to Cancun. You're going to let him shake in the corner Tony, of the cage. Tony, is, is is the dog shaking because it's scared, cold, or hungry? All of the above. No, oh, stop it. Come <laughs> on, oh, you like beagles? I get it, Sarah. You like dogs. Hey, if you're uh, if you like rewarding yourself after a big workout, feel free to chug a nice cold glass of chocolate milk. Oh, is that the first thing you think of after working out? No, nope. mm, get me some chocolate milk. Not I'm a huge a fan chance. of milk, and no. <laughs> so you get done running in the woods like you do, and just give me that mmm mm. chocolate milk. The only thing that just is leave creepier. a glass of chocolate milk in my car the- while I'm running around. <laughs> The only thing that is creepier than a shirtless Jeff Burton running out of the woods <laughs> is after that when he's all sweaty, chugging a just I, I picture just the big the gallon milk jug of chocolate yeah, milk, like over, with it like dripping, with it like dripping out the sides of his mouth onto his chest. Like a big giant glass bottle of chocolate milk from from Overwatch. Oh, that's S- the best straight out of Anchorman. Milk was a bad <laughs> yeah. choice. Well, just th- just think after running and being hot or doing whatever workout you're doing, just a film that would. Be in your mouth. Uh, you know, sometimes yeah. milk leaves like a almost a film in your mouth. I don't like you. I don't do the animal milk, so I haven't had that in a while. You've never had milk before. <clears throat> it's been a long time. It's Come been on, a long. I'm saying it's you been, know it's been what, a long. You know, you know exactly what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just like associating different different things. So a new study, and I bring that up because a new study in the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition, which I read all the time, they looked at a bunch of smaller studies on how different types of drinks can help you recover after a big workout. And the researchers found that chocolate milk does an even better job than sports drinks like Gatorade. Apparently, a lot of endurance athletes already know this. And they do it all the time. After a really taxing workout, you need carbs, protein, fat, electrolytes, and vitamins to help your body recover. And chocolate milk has all of them. Or... 
if a big glass of chocolate milk sounds good during a workout, you could do that too. Mm. On average, the study found it took people about six minutes longer to feel exhausted when they drank it compared to a sports drink. The key is it has to be a strenuous workout, though, like running 10 miles or lifting heavy weights. If you're just jogging on a treadmill treadmill for 30 minutes, you don't really need to recover from it. Regular water's fine. And chocolate milk would just add unnecessary calories to your diet, which is also true for things like Gatorade. Have you... Uh... Have you seen the 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 rock and refuel? Remember that? Yeah, it's it's chocolate milk and it's designed for recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my girl it's does. Like a, it's like a protein infused milk. She does the workout stuff and uh, and all of that. Um, and she's been saying for a long time, like, no, here to have this, and it's always some sort of shake or some sort of you know uh, milk based type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's always like, you got to stop doing the sports drinks things. That's not that's not helping you. She's been on that kick for some time yeah. now. Yeah, because the kids, especially after karate or this or that, they're always like, oh, you know, we need to get one of these. And she's like, no. Yeah, they're all like sugars and yeah, says, sugar water. Give them a bunch of Red Bull. Yeah, why not? Big deal. Gives you wings. And a straw. Gives you wings. They just no. snort it. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. I like to mainline it myself. And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. The American League beat the NL 8-6 in 10 innings for its sixth straight All-Star Game win. Alex Bregman from the Astros was the game's MVP. There was a record set, 10 home runs during the All-Star Game. Now listen. And dingers. Now listen, this is a uh, this is a slow sports day slash week uh, because of the All-Star Game. It's the only thing that happened in the world of sports yesterday. So a fun list here. Ranker put together the top 10 most fanatical fan bases, and I got, like I said, the top 10 here. Fanatical fan base. Fanatical fan bases. Okay, number one has got to be Pittsburgh and the Steelers. That is number three. I would uh, say Green Bay. That is number one. Green Bay, huh? Yep. Was, number, that, was that the Packers? Yep. Number two is an NFL team. Uh, Patriots? Green Bay. Nope. Green Bay is number one. Still? Is it Steelers? Steelers is number three. What about Green Bay? That's number one. We'll Patriots. Go Cowboys. No, West. West, West, West. Going Seat- to be moving soon. Seattle. Going to be moving soon. Oakland. The Raiders. Oh, yeah. Number four is a baseball team from the East Coast. Yankees. Nope. Red that Sox. is number eight. Red, Red Sox. Sox is number four. Number five, we go across the pond. Was that Manchester right? United. You got it, man. Man, I'm not United. doing myself any favors with the whole character that I built that I don't like sports. Number huh? six, <laughs> yeah, football team. Their fans are very, very happy. Did you say football? With what team? happened last year. Very, very yes, happy indeed. with the Eagles. Yes, they are the mm-hmm. Eagles. Uh-huh. Basketball team from around the same area. Uh, Celtics. The Boston Celtics. Number nine, we go back overseas. Uh, Real Madrid. Nope. Green Bay Packers. Nope. Jeff. It's not, well, we know it's not the Steelers. <laughs> it's it's a it's a soccer team. Um, Barcelona. Nope. Really? Okay. It's then an we'll English go, club team. We'll go Chelsea. Nope. Arsenal. Nope. Manchester City. If you drink a lot, it's going to affect your the trots. <laughs> <laughs> Liver. Uh, I said Arsenal. Pool. Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> and then number ten uh, is a baseball Liverpool. team that is a rival of the St. Louis Cardinals. Cubs. Yep. Uh, Cardinals came in at number 30. And on a funny note, fans of any cross-country skiing team came in at 99. 
fans of Texas Tech came in at 100. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. This is the Rizzuto Show. Boy, a lot of fun today, guys. Thanks for hanging. I know you guys are all contractually obligated to be here, but I'm talking about the audience. Thank you, guys. It's appreciated. Uh, blog and podcast, if you missed anything, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, King Scott, for hooking that up. Moon, what do we got? We got a lot of stuff on the blog. Sports, crap on celebrities. Plus, you can check out the most and least stressed cities in America. See where St. Louis ended up. It's not good. Crap on the extra. We had a, well, apparently you stop seeking out new music right around the age of 30. We'll tell you why. It's kind of science. It's kind of social. You'll find out. Food news, by the way. National Hot Dog Day is today. We have your 10 favorite toppings. That's a great uh, little argument to start. And then the uh, six best chain restaurant condiments, we got into our favorite ones. And uh, I think you'll be pretty impressed with the list. Minus one. And then you can kind of argue about that on social media as well. I'm going to post those on the uh, on the social media at Riz Show. The blog is 1057thepoint.com. And make sure, if you're following our Instagram, you're checking out the stories. Because we have a lot of back... We uh, have a know, lot of stories. Back yeah. room, sort of backstage, sort of vibe stuff up A lot there. of stories to tell. Just check it all out on Instagram. At R-I-Z-Z Show. Just spinning yarns, yes. baby. Yep, that's it. Tell a lot of stories. Uh, Patrico, video of the day. I almost just passed out watching this. It is uh, knockout themes. Brutal knockout is the theme. And this video is just titled, He Folded Homie Like a Lawn Chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I mean, he truly, I mean, he, he they're fighting and it's a street fight and. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he hit him so hard, his knee, his face hit his knee. Oh, 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 you want to watch oh. it one more time, Riz? I mean, they're throwing some good punches. Like it's a scene. It's some a haymaker. Oh, and then a right bleep, bottom. Oh, oh boy, he threw a left about a second and a half before that would that would have hit him so hard his clothes would have been on the stop. <laughs> Check out the video one zero five seven thepointcom slash night night. All right, event to tell you about uh, Friday. Jeff Metro PCS in Belleville. See him out there from two to four o'clock. All the details at one zero five seven thepointcom All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Matthew Crowder one more time from Wentzville. Yeah, Matthew. Matthew wants to hear something from Rancid. I don't know if I know this song. It's called Where Am I Going? We'll see you tomorrow. I guess Patrico's staying on. Yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, I'm going to kick it. Kicking it till two. Yep. All right, see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.